0: All right, howdy! Welcome back to Windley Mania, the greatest podcast you never heard of. Brought to you by the greatest band that you have never heard of. That band being Windley, baby. At Windley underscore band, you have to follow it on all the socials. That's right. Yes. It's a new year this year. Isn't Happy it? New Year! Happy New Year! It is Happy brand
1: new year. Twenty twenty
0: four. Four. Yeah. And uh, it's
1: not twenty twenty three. No mo.
0: No. That's right. <laughs> <correct. laughs> no, that's correct. And the uh, fucking we're starting it off with a fucking bang baby we are in a few weeks we're playing that show at fresh brood we absolutely january twenty sixth. The, the, the,
1: the year really begins
0: the, the year begins january 19th yeah With scenes from a hat but uh comes out it EP. will be available everywhere yeah you can listen
1: so. and you can still pre-order your tape through the uh link. We are on a our couple of tree. fucking whores just yes.
0: starting this off. <laughs> yes. buy, 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 buy it, buy it. Come to the show, buy it. Yeah, but anyways, uh I'm Who am I this time? <laughs> <You are, laughs> I'm fucking baby New Year, Andrew Rydner, and <laughs> with me as always man's best friend, Devin Hopkins. I guess
1: you know, New Year, same me. Same same old dog. I guess so. Dirty Dog. Yeah. Um, filthy filthy canine.
0: But hey, it's all
1: right. So, we're,
0: get get this. Yeah, we're recording right now. It's not actually the new year. It's not actually the new year. Oh man! It's right now. It's December thirtieth, twenty twenty three. Still, so you, you lied fucking to me. sucks. Blows. Yeah. Hate it. <laughs> um, but this is a wonderful time of year. It's yeah. a it's a very wonderful time of year because you you get Christmas perhaps.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You get uh, Hanukkah perhaps. Yeah. You get the fucking New Year, um, but also. For me personally, and for, I imagine, you and our very special guest for this Quindley Mania of the 2024, yeah. the first one. The first one. Um, wrestling. Yeah. I love the wrestling, man. Uh, it's something I we talk about sometimes on the Quinley Mania.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Sometimes, I don't want to get into it too much. Because we're about to really get into it. Because we're about to get really into it. But yeah. the thing is... It's like, who the fuck cares, usually? Because in the context of most conversations we have on Windley Mania, it's like, I can't be going on about fucking, like, All Japan attendance or <laughs> some bullshit like that. Like, no one cares. But this is the time of the year when I fuck it. Cut loose. Cut loose. Speed Spread my fucking self. wings. It's the end of the year, baby. Tokyo Dome's right around the corner. We got some, we got some shows all over there. We got a show tonight, actually. That we're gonna watch the
1: the the world's end. We're about to watch A-W- the world's A-W-Z. about to end. The world's about to end tonight. So, so maybe this maybe, podcast maybe comes no out. new year. Huh? Yeah, maybe so. no new year. Maybe this is the last year.
0: But it's an exciting year because yeah. it's a you get to reflect, and I love reflecting on the wrestling that's happened. You get the I'm a I'm a subscriber to the Wrestling Observer newsletter, and I love trying to like uh, figure out what I'm gonna vote mm-hmm. for the awards, and of course. The most prominent award maybe for some, the match of the year. Yeah. So it's a fun I have a f- great time throughout the year writing in my little notebook. Yeah, you
1: keep you keep track of everything.
0: Writing my little notebook of matches I thought were really great. And uh then I get to fucking decide what I thought the top ten were. Mm-hmm.
1: And, See, I only watched ten wrestling matches this year. <laughs> so, so you gotta figure it figured
0: out. This was very easy <laughs> so, for me. Um but our, our guest today, who's also gonna join us, he was here a couple times. Three timer here, Three time
1: Windley Mania. Mania champion. I rely
0: on him <laughs> for the wrestling. It's our pal Anthony from Pro Wrestling Proverbs up there in Detroit. Hey Anthony. Detroit
2: Detroit Roxy. Hey Rock guys. City. Hey, uh, Andy and Devin. How you doing, man? Uh, thanks for having me on again. I love I love love being on Windley Mania. I love listening to Windley Mania. But only request I have for today. Oh no. I don't want nothing going up my ass. <laughs> you <laughs> I mean, know, well, you're very far away, so I mean, you know.
1: Yeah. I think I think <laughs> Christmas that, is remind, past. Remind enough.
2: me to never go to South Carolina during the holidays. I oh yeah, never no. go.
0: It's terrible. Something's based always. On the, based on based on the experience, like you just have bugs flying
2: around getting the naughty out of people. I that no thank you. No thank
0: you. Yeah.
1: Fortunately. The, yeah, the, for, uh, the holidays have passed, and I think we've I think we've vanquished the Enemy, yeah, until um, next year. Until hopefully. next year, yeah. hopefully, you know, we'll see what happens.
0: <laughs> so, hopefully, it's through, yeah. But uh, you never know, never know. Uh, so, Anthony, real quick, I did mention notebooks, yeah, and uh, matches, yes, and that we're gonna be talking about our top 10 pro wrestling matches, each of us going through it, just like me and Anthony did last year, mm-hmm. just like I did in 2021 with the Winley Hub, yes, with uh, and uh, yeah. Here's my uh, here's my source for this for this uh, for this. Uh, <laughs> here's my little notebook, the the pro wrestling proverbs Logan scriptures. Now I haven't updated it since October. I have a spreadsheet on my spreadsheet, computer that's a little easier to access, but. <laughs> so yeah I, I got all my matches got most of my matches in here so we're gonna be doing good we what got, does it say on the back uh it's it awesome. it's what should have been the good book what could what be because on their show uh the logan scriptures is uh logan sort of fantasy books what he thinks how like he did they did uh okay. sting's final match they yeah. did uh uh anthony you're on the show how you <laughs> what were the other ones <laughs> you're, you're doing
2: pretty good <laughs> Uh, I think we did Goldberg's last match. Okay. Um, I remember like the first one we did. We like we did like some crazy thing where uh, like we brought the territories back, like in modern day, and like how that would work out. That's fun. Uh, uh, it, 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 he does a lot of crazy ones. Those are those are episodes where I, I kind of just hit record. I help do the intro, and then I just like mute my just, mic and off. sit back and yeah. just listen yeah. to him talk for 25 minutes, and then. But I had to pay attention because sometimes you just randomly ask me a question, like out of nowhere, and I'm like, I have to like, oh wait, I have to act like I knew like what I'm talking about. But I'm kind of just like listening to a show at that point. Uh, yeah, I requested awesome. uh, yeah, I,
0: you.
2: Oh. You have one, and I don't even have one. Uh, I don't even you have know, a logo. You got to get one. You got to get lines. That? Next time you put one out, put all I have
0: is the it. all I have is the dumb t-shirts. No lines. No lines. No lines. That's okay. Um... <laughs> I requested uh, you guys to book Nick Wayne's last match in the year like twenty fifty seven or something.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, think we, I, can, I can try to squeeze that in this year. You know, we got a lot of content planned for the new year, Andy. I don't yep. know if I can fit that in. Oh yeah, but uh, I'll I send I send a I'll send a, uh, a message out. Maybe we'll sure. April Fool's Day, Nick Wayne twenty fifty seven, last match.
0: So. Uh, Anthony, can you uh let's go through some ups and downs of twenty twenty three. You might argue more downs, but uh <laughs> you know, but depending on your perspective of things. But um uh Anthony, what did you think about uh this year in terms of pro wrestling? I you
2: know, I was listening to our show from last year, and I said something that now is sounds really dumb. I said that twenty twenty three be hard top twenty twenty two in terms of uh, like wrestling, like stories, matches, whatever. Uh, but I think it definitely has, uh, specifically like within like the first like four months of the year, uh, just, just like wrestling quality rise. A lot of my matches here, and just did like a little preview of my top ten. Uh, most of them come like before April. If you want to think about it. Okay. Um, but yeah, yeah, wrestling, like wrestling news wise.
1: Yeah, a lot right. happened. A, a lot has happened. Right now. Yeah,
0: it's, it's a lot happened.
1: You know, it's <laughs> a lot is ha- there's there's stuff in the news today <laughs> that we do yeah. not have to touch.
0: Yeah, I don't feel because like it's <laughs>
1: all kind of just up in the air. Yeah. But there is even to, to today, oh. the all, yeah. coming up on the final days of the year, there yeah. is like some, I guess you know. Trouble. Yeah, we got Harvey
2: Weinstein in AEW now.
1: Yeah, okay. <laughs> there it is. Okay,
0: okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I thought you were talking about Kaz Hayashi. Was was speculation. About. Kaz all Hayashi's speculation. retiring in July. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was talking. Uh, about. Japanese uh, legend Kaz Hayashi. He's uh, he's retiring in July. Well, damn how about that? That that's was the ne- big. That was the big news I saw. I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> So um, uh, no either. Right. That, that, that's
1: what I was talking about too. <laughs> uh,
0: what about you, Devin? What, about, what, what do you what you think this year? You have a good time?
1: I had a good time. I didn't, you know i I kept track as much as you know I usually do, meaning that I didn't watch as much as I planned on. Sure. But I I enjoyed a lot of what I watched, and there were some crazy things that happened news wise throughout the year that we all know about. But I thought it was. Pretty solid.
0: Wow. <laughs> it's Very insightful. Very the, lukewarm. <laughs> yeah, Very lukewarm. <laughs> no opinion. Lukewarm. You're just here for the fucking vibes, huh? Dude, I just... Yeah, I, like, I could respect I, that. I, I wish like, I was like that. Yeah,
1: I like to watch yeah. the guys hit each other. Yeah, that was It's would,
0: fun. Yeah, I wish I just... And I feel like that's what I'm trying to do going in next year, is just letting uh, fucking just good shit rise to the top. Kind of like just... Stay away from any fucking miserable discourse because I've you know I like. yeah
1: you you go balls deep and all that stuff and I don't I just I watch a couple shows a week yeah. and then I will watch the pay per views and then you'll say hey we should watch you and then I'll you'll send me say hey watch this and then I'll usually watch it <laughs> and I'm like that's pretty cool okay and then yeah that's my relationship with watching wrestling yeah. I'm just like this is cool.
0: <laughs> uh. To be to be
2: like that, like Like many like me, I think me and Andy are probably in the same boat. And like a lot of other wrestling fans, we just sit here and just overanalyze everything, (laughs) and it gets so tiring.
1: I see so much of the discourse on like Twitter and some on Facebook, and it's just like, come on, just like. And I do take
0: all that stuff with like a grain of salt, salt because
1: that is not like what what you see on the
0: internet is not a representation of. Anything. every fan or an every
1: person yeah, like, on the whole. Like anything else that has a fandom. Like yeah, there's going to be like the, the shit that you see is going to the, the, the shit that people are mad about is going to be seen first because that's what's getting people talking. Yeah. So rage so, bait. Yeah.
0: Bait. B- yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: You like to rage bait? you master of it, dude. Yeah, you're the master of yeah. rage bait. <laughs> so
0: so uh what do you uh what what are your expectations for next year there anthony for uh any any bold predictions well i think i gotta say oh i don't i don't know if
2: 2024 can top 2023 (laughs) i don't know Uh, but like i don't like i'm gonna say that and like bright Hart's gonna wrestle a match or something next year and and i'll be wrong but uh yeah uh Nothing crazy. I I have this conversation with Logan uh, all the time, especially a couple of years ago when AEW was so hot. Like especially like around like the summer of twenty twenty one, and WWE was kind of like pestering along there. And I was like, and I, I know it seems like AEW is like the hottest thing going right now, but like that momentum can swing like at any time, and it and it it kind of did essentially, especially uh, with the fallout of Brawlout and. Uh, uh, the fire in there, and all the talent leaving, a bunch of backstage personnel leaving AEW. Uh, it seems like a lot of wrestling fans are kind of soured on the brand, but like that can all change within like six months. Like, all it takes is a couple good months of good press, good matches, and then I, and something all can always happen in WWE, and that momentum can always switch. So, uh, but I expect I expect a good year uh, wrestling overall. I just really hope. My biggest hopes, like I said, is for AEW to just kind of get out of this fog of funk they're in right now of it seems like every week, every week, like there's something going on over there, uh, like, like, not even in the ring, like the in ring stuff has always been great there. Like, don't get me wrong. Like most of my matches are AEW matches. Uh, like, but it just seems like backstage every week there's just something going on like like we just talked about a little bit earlier something like this potentially coming out this week uh before uh we have like an evp's wife leaving saying that she her husband isn't being protected in the public um it's then have, we have wrestlers fighting backstage seemingly every other month people get suspended it's it's, it's a crazy world over there and I, I just hope Twenty con kind of gets a hold of it that's my biggest wish for 2024 at least
0: i feel like the thing with the backstage stuff is like it, that's just the reality unfortunately that's just the reality of a pro wrestling company it's just it's, there's so much
1: publicity <laughs> around it yeah because like yeah. i mean every company's going to go through that stuff but like yeah. they're still kind of newish yeah but that's so not even like they're like, like kind of growing up in the public yeah. eye all the time
0: that's not even like my major like gripe with the promotion like throughout the year like I feel like AEW was always something I kept at an arm's length just because of my personal taste and how I kind of view just like major American wrestling television, especially in like the modern sense, as far as it's like, like you have like the raw format and then like how other shows tried to copy that. And then even AEW going so far and having their tonal shift starting around, like sometime in the spring Yeah, with you have like these guys like Tony Storm for example just latching on to like some fucking wacky character mm. and that's just the thing it's like a it's like a 90s throwback caricature the MJF stuff the 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 bro-chacho. the fucking derivative of a old school like WWF champion with the fucking catchphrases <laughs> and stuff the dumb fucking just stuff that i personally didn't care for and a lot of that i felt like was taking over a lot of like the the promotion in a sense and you got away from a lot of the stuff Like, uh, you know, just like the work rate shit that I want to see. and It stopped
1: feeling like an alternative.
0: And we got back with that with the fucking C2, which I appreciate. And, you know, I hopefully into the new year, they stay consistent with presenting something that's uh, along those lines as a a sports based present presentation. (laughs) Which I have
1: I have seen that 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 is apparently the move. But well, I I guess only time will tell. Because I, I dig that stuff more too. I mean, you can throw a little bit of goofball stuff in there just to make me oh laugh. yeah. There's I mean, with any
0: promotion, yeah. there's going to be stuff that you do not like, and I yeah. completely accept or accept that.
1: Th- or there's just some stuffs like okay, I need. It's good to have a little break and maybe Dan House. But does like when funny. when the ethos
0: of the company is to be an alternative to something, I'd rather it try to stick to that ethos oh, exactly. and be an alternative as opposed to well, it works over here. They're doing something that they they've been good at for twenty years the the sports entertainment thing their their fans aren't gonna go and try to find an alternate to sports entertainment mm-hmm. AEW needs to be the alternate to that and do some fucking do some fucking grabs dude come on like it, like <laughs> I'm not asking for like I'm not asking for like you know Kaz Hayashi shit but I'm asking for just get back to what it was and I know there's like the whole restore the feeling thing and stuff like that but I you know it's just let's just fucking do it as opposed to talking about it let's just fucking get in there and do it and uh, and again I'm still at arm's length about it just because it's like it's I I don't know if it's gonna happen or not I'm skeptical but I'd like it to just because it'd be cool to have you know what it was a, a major alternative place where people can go and make some real money and do pro wrestling yeah so that's just my overall thoughts about it. Um, so, was there anything else, yeah, Devin I, or Anzi? Well,
2: I just wanted to. Like, the AEW does like the silly shit too, just as good. I would say, even better. Like Orange Cassidy, like you said, Danhausen earlier.
0: Yeah, it's not out of their. It's not out of the uh, their equation. It's just it was some of that shit was more prominent than it really needed to be, in my opinion. But yeah, and it hurt them. It hurt them. MJF wasn't fucking moving barely any tickets. I mean, if you look at the show, like I'm not doing like the whole fucking like take a picture of the empty arena before people get there. I'm talking about if you look at (laughs) the tickets and shit like that. I mean, it wasn't that mjf adam cole stuff wasn't drawing like yeah this, so no <laughs> yeah i
2: they like they have such a stacked roster like i don't know how they're not putting out like banger main event every single week like that's just, uh, how's how's that just not like happening like with the talent they have i know people need time off obviously but you know, if I was running it, no time off. You get no time <laughs> off. You're, you're working every week, buddy. Fucking clock in. Looking at Let's you, go. Adam Page. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Fucking God. I don't care if you're hurt or not. You're getting out there. <laughs> so, uh, was there anything else you boys wanted to touch on before we get
1: into it? Uh, nothing really.
0: Nothing? Yeah, you said. Well, I all. think.
1: Well,
2: I well, I think we're passing up the biggest news story of the year. You name and talk about. Well, uh, well, depending on your viewpoint, but WWE isn't a privately owned company anymore.
1: Oh yeah, that's right. Or, that was a big thing.
2: Or, or I'm sorry, like a, fa- a family owned company. Yeah, that's they, true. They, they got bought out by TKO, which I think in the long run uh, might be a, uh, something they might regret because once once you get it out of the family, like McMahon like family, uh, like who knows what happens, like. 15 isn't years from now isn't he still like, like, just have like a
1: running things though
0: yeah he's still he's still there uh, but he's not like he has to answer someone
1: else Uh
2: so yeah and he like his time there is limited anyway like he's already on the way out of there like as soon as they can get him out he's gone like they don't want him there and like well plus i'm just talking about, like 15 20 years from now like he might he, he might be dead by then i don't know uh like, but once you like they had that control like what if TKL just runs out of money and then they have to sell it to somebody else Disney? and <laughs> yeah like like now like now you like you have like no control anymore and yeah i feel like that's gonna be a big that's gonna be a big thing
1: well again uh, that- for our children for children. <laughs> <laughs> that, I mean, I'm all for Disney buying WWE so I can ride the Undertaker. Oh, right? mean too. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> a, I, mean,
2: I, was, I was all for it. I, yeah. I, that's what sure I was rooting for yeah. to buy it. Let's, like, let's, let's fantasy books. get like, we can get like Marvel park. crossovers. Yeah. And like, they've done it with do do. like Darth Vader versus Brock Lesnar or something. Exactly.
1: The possibilities awesome. are endless. There's going to be a WWE theme park in 30 years, and we're all going to go there. <laughs>
2: I'm good. I would love that. Yeah. I'd, I'd get, I'd get at like one of those Disney passes that they sell to the Florida residents. I'd somehow find one to buy one. The magic key. Day.
0: The magic key. There's different tiers to the magic key, of course. You have the dream key. No, I don't, I don't <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, that place has so much fucking money. I mean, it, it's been like that for a while, where it's like what they book doesn't fucking matter it's like their big shows are going to draw in the sense of hey it's wrestlemania we're going to go to the wrestlemania Mm -hmm. they're they're guaranteed so much fucking money where shit just does not matter i mean you look at like i mean with the fucking uh you know who's the next guy for roman like, who, who's going to beat Roman? They don't fucking know. Yeah. They have no fucking idea. Yeah. And I took a fucking chance on that at WrestleMania. And I made some, I, I had some units in my pocket because of it. Because I fucking knew that there was some, something smelled fishy. Yeah. All right? So, uh, that's all my thoughts on that, really. That's I'm, all your I'm, thoughts I'm on that? I'm not going to go into that. But, anyways. <laughs> that's a different podcast. Yeah.
1: That's Gambling Andy's podcast. Yeah. <sighs>
2: i'd love to be on that podcast with you, randy
0: just sure. talking about just gambling i'm a degenerate myself so hell yeah got some action tonight on the <laughs> whole world world's end it's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh anyways uh was there anything else anything i think, anything else I, I think so i've said a little now. bit that i know i'm all set now pointed a president oh yeah that's paper. a thing okay. we don't have to get into that that's yeah. Yeah, I mean he's gonna be a figurehead uh there. There's you can read all about it. There's heat with a bari or something. I don't fucking know. who let's do uh let's do matches, how about that? Who won Devin, let's do a Windley sandwich here. So we'll do Devin Anthony and okay. then fucking I'll go last.
1: Okay. So my number ten is Kenny Omega versus El Hijo Vel- del Vikingo. I've huh. had like three beers <laughs> at uh, AEW Dynamite. That was March 22nd of this year. I did not know who El Hijo Vel- del Vikingo is. I did it again. That was your first time seeing him? That was my first time yeah. seeing that dude, and it blew me the fuck away. So, like, I got online and just looked up some more of his matches, and I was like enthralled by that dude. Like, Hell that yeah. was crazy. Just like, that was probably the first time a lot of people saw him. Yeah, i imagine I so. and yeah. you know, he's the what the triple a mega champion at the time i think he still is yeah um,
0: there. Uh, we don't get into it their titles don't matter that much over there. because okay. <laughs> <Go ahead.
1: laughs> that wasn't a title match either but uh that was yeah that was my number 10 of this year i mean i had a hard time kind of ranking everything because i mean they're all my favorite they're all your favorite. all 10 are nope. my number one that's fair. all 10 of these <laughs> matches are my number yeah. one
0: you know actually i'm i should have done this beforehand um so we had this discussion the other day where it's like not technically the end of the year. Yeah. Um, uh, the Observer Awards rules just came out, and it, it, he is now doing it from the first to the thirty-first. So okay. I was misremembered. They he must have did this in like twenty sixteen or twenty seventeen, where, where it, it, it cut moment. off like on the fucking November thirtieth or something. <sighs> oh. But in my brain, I'm cutting off. I usually cut off around the time. Just because of twenty eighteen or the last road to Tokyo Dome show, so and then Final Gate, mm-hmm. so that, it depends on what's going on contextually throughout the year is when I cut off the group, the period of That's the grading. Fair. So, anyways, that was kind of no one really needed to know that, I guess. But we, we established. Did you it. like
1: do your list based on your your old knowledge or is it all from this year?
0: I I just I. I, it's from this year obviously okay
1: but uh <laughs> well you said that like it ran from like the november of like, I actually have a, year. i have a match from 2019 actually <laughs> yeah yeah my ma- i i have one that i could throw in <laughs> well i don't know
0: maybe someone would have been curious about like what the grading period is because i see people throw their grading periods oh, on okay. on i've been filling out some forms for match of the year and uh i, I see the grading periods and they're all fucking different so okay uh, but yeah, Kenny Omega versus uh, Vikingo. Yeah, Vikingo. I can just that. That was on his. the Dynamite. That was Dynamite,
1: March 26. Is that in Missouri? I didn't write that down. <laughs> I just wrote down the dates and what the show was and whether or not it was a title match and also who won. Okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so. uh, Anthony, did you watch that? You remember that match?
2: Uh, I think I saw highlights of it. A lot of, a lot of my wrestling watching now is through social media and youtube so i do remember that match and i'll let you know i can't say his name sober let alone three beers so Vikingo, He you did a pretty good job
0: no, i so. love the vikingo i mean he's a fucking like the the commander match at uh was that super card of honor that's i didn't watch all of super card of honor oh it was like the the, the opening match that shit yeah. rocked uh i did th- uh, i think
1: i saw a couple clips of that though. black
0: tour how was it black tours it was just the other he fucking was on week. recent, yeah yeah but he's a guy that i you know he does fucking like amazing shit but yeah. he's also a guy uh, mm-hmm. where it they do this like incredible shit but it uh rarely is it seen especially with vikingo more in his case than anything just like connecting the dots in a match if that makes sense like actually going through and kind of like working a telling, match telling a like story here, with it well, i don't give a fuck about stories <laughs> fuck that shit but uh, you know, fucking grabbing all to a fucking arm or some shit, <laughs> yeah. working on a fucking arm match or something. You know, I haven't really seen that stuff from him, but you know, he does the incredible fucking he does, high flying he does shit. So, shit I like. it yeah, just, it, it, it he, doesn't really fucking matter, I guess. You you would just hope that, like, this guy's so young and for him to, if, to see him, like, progress to be a top guy, mm-hmm. to be able to work uh, uh, one of those matches as well
1: i saw him uh he had a match with uh kip sabian recently and i've never Ugh. given i've never given a shit about Ugh. kip sabian i've never yeah. given a shit about him yeah go but ahead that was a good match it was by <laughs> It was Vikingo. <by> <laughs> made me just give a shit about he, he probably kip was just sabian like hey match. kip
0: can you stand still right yeah. here and i'll just fucking bounce I mean, around i, I
1: think he, he did a couple cool things too but like i was like just like that's cool that like that guy got me interested in someone I've never given a shit about. I'm
0: a Kip respecter, but not an enjoyer. If okay. that makes sense. Because He's, he was he does the work. Well he yeah, he does the work. He was yeah. there during the fucking uh the, the, the yeah. pandemic pandemic. He yeah. was there every week. So yeah, right on. He clocked in. I feel like that's gonna be on some top tens.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So That's uh, my uh those are my thoughts on my top 10.
0: Let me adjust my
1: headphones but Anthony, you can go ahead. I did with, not write oh. a
0: lot of notes
1: that's regarding a, each of my like matches, so I'm kind of going to be like off the cuff trying to remember details of each match. That's okay, it's okay. And you'll also kind of see my taste just through matches cuz oh. a lot of the same shit. Some De-
0: Devin's taste.
1: Devin's taste. Yeah. My curated taste.
0: <laughs> yeah. Man. What about uh what about Anthony for number 10? <laughs>
2: My for some reason my little brother really loves like Kip Sabian. I don't know why. I (laughs) I tried to talk him out of it, but he was he was really excited when he was doing like the like the bag gimmick. Oh, I remember that thing
1: sucked. Don't get your hopes up, kid. I remember all
0: that. Oh, you remember when he was like yelling at (laughs) the head? he was doing the Al Al Snow thing. He was doing the
1: Al Snow thing. thing, Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. The the head was like talking to him
2: (laughs) and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I remember you you last year Andy because I, like I just listened to that episode like a day or two ago. Uh, get ready for this one. Uh, you and your number ten spot. You put something kind of sentimental towards you. Vanity. Uh, it was It was a vanity pick. Vanity. He has a vanity pick. Yeah. No, no, this isn't this really that vanity. Uh, I, I wanted to, my first two. I wanted to put for something that I was there for. Um, so for my number ten. Uh, also, by the way, because I knew Andy, you're when you came onto our show, you were a resident uh, Japan expert. <laughs> so I'm leaving it on to you to put all the Japan matches on your list. So all mine are st- strictly uh, United States. Oh
0: shit! Okay. okay.
2: I hope that's. I, I hope. I hope that's okay.
0: I know every. I you know. I uh, fucking love
1: Japan. <laughs> you're old Japandy <laughs> over there. Japandy <laughs> Yeah,
0: Yeah. Japandy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's your
2: handy number 10? <laughs> uh, uh, Cody Rhodes versus Brock Lesnar. Right. That's oh, amazing. which
0: one? Which one? Didn't they do uh, two or was that the Puerto Rico? Uh, SummerSlam. Oh, I guess, SummerSlam. I guess you weren't there in Puerto Rico. <laughs> what, uh, uh, no, I was not. The SummerSlam. So, yeah, go on. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah,
2: just to, Yeah, I... It, I'm not... Sad. Probably, probably not cracking many people's top ever or for the year like it wasn't like an awesome fucking match but it was just being there uh listening live the live moment. um i, I imagine seeing the that show scene. that we did on it crazy um we we got a suite for that show <laughs> oh, so we yeah. got like catered food and all this other oh, shit, wow. uh and like free drinks so it was like the most awesome experience that was like the first like big match of the night and i was hyped for it i was all there i was all in i wanted cody to win i did the whoa during the entrance <laughs> Uh, other than that, don't remember much about the match, but I remember going whoa, and then I'm shaking hands at the end. That's uh, I was having a good time. I was Adrenaline a
1: good time. in my soul, something, something. Cody Rhodes, something Cody
2: Rhodes. Yeah, yeah. Did you, know, you, uh, did you do the uh, Cody
1: Vader? I didn't watch. Oh Sony yeah, Slam. I remember he yeah, used to.
0: Yeah, he used to. Did you do the? I Cody think he Vader? still does that, right? Does he fucking rise up? I can't. I can't remember the last Cody matchup. Oh, no. no I he, watched the Roman he, one. I,
2: he just, he just shows, he's just, like, standing in the back of the stage, and they shoot fireworks at him, uh, and he walks out. Okay. I remember hearing he's about
1: like, ah. the pyro thing, like, when he, when he was doing it in AEW, like, the guy, the pyro team kind of did it just to mess with him. Because, <laughs> like, he's like, I didn't ever ask for that much pyro when I was there, but they just kind of did it to fuck with him, I guess because he was, like, the EVP or whatever. So. Yeah. Yeah. But that's cool though i imagine seeing that match in real life would be crazy like seeing brock lesnar beat the shit out of anybody in real life i would be like okay yeah that's a top any moment of my life yeah, i think yeah I've, I've i like, I liked thought brock, he was gonna yeah.
2: like start charging the crowd and start just taking people out you never know
0: <laughs> yeah we yeah, have rock is a you know he he feels different over there and he he's like actually like a like a special attraction yeah in a sense he's uh he's a weird guy but he's a guy
1: <laughs> I, I like his video of him doing his impression of stone cold steve austin <laughs> i forgot what podcast that was but he was talking about what he hunts for on his farm or whatever and he's just like listening to a bunch of animals he's like we got some fucking bison fucking fucking deer <laughs> fucking turkeys yeah you just kept going what what <laughs> what all right what Take a sip. Take a swig Mm, mm. before you go on your manifesto about your number 10.
0: (laughs) Yes, my number 10. um, Swig of water for the working man. (laughs) My number 10 match of the year uh, for the year of 2024 or twenty twenty three. What the you are you? Tra- I'm traveling over here. Yeah, you're so. I'm sorry. I've the one been drinking. Twenty twenty three. It comes from March second, all the way back in March. The good old spring days. Comes from the Dragon Gate baby. Yeah, uh, it was the uh, Ray de Paris final
1: mm-hmm.
0: in a uh, Currican Hall. The, uh, the it was actually the third Ray de Paris. Tournament I and mean, it used to be a like a tag tournament mm-hmm. and it was like in 2003 and 2004 <laughs> and then they brought it back this year and the match was Madoka Kakuda and Yoki Yuki Yoshioka versus uh, Susumu Mochizuki and Yasushi Kanda. Ah, those guys. Yeah, I'm so sorry. <laughs> those guys i forgot yeah. Well, yeah, those point. guys, uh, Susumu and uh, Kanda, were actually the uh, the first tag team established mm-hmm. in Torimon history. And uh, they would uh, they would wrestle. It, it was like 1999. It was like really like right when Toriyama started. And they would wrestle uh, together in Mexico as well in IWRG. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were part of the original M2K. This now they're M3K now. Um, they have, I've but, heard of M3K. Well, uh, yeah. Mochizuki Junior. And uh, he's joined up. But um, they were against D Courage. Which uh, is like they've been the the main characters of the promotion in a sense. Uh, Kakudo going on his this was his year started at Dead A Al- Dead or Alive with the the Dreamgate, their top championship over there. But this was the finals of this uh, tournament. And it was mainly about seeing if these old guys, the first team can really hang with the new guys and they oh, fucking cool. they fucking did dude that's sick. i've like yososhi is like a guy that's like so middle of the road for me but like here he's just like fucking giving it his all he's like you he just it's like one of those like i i really get invested in like just like uh fiery baby face performances mm-hmm. and not necessarily courage was they weren't working heel but they were definitely coming off as uh, uh a really powerful threat to the M3K team um there's a lot of criticism with uh, Yoshioka who had his like dreamgate run last year and you could kind of see some of his flaws uh especially since losing the title and there was <laughs> there's honestly like a couple slap sloppy points uh in the match from him but I mean I think it's just me being invested in Susumu and Kanda as a tag team and especially Susumu he's like one of my favorite wrestlers of all time but it's like it's probably my favorite tag team match of the year I mean I think obviously it is uh, where it places but um I don't know man it was just it was fucking sick it was just yeah. seeing how long they could fucking survive yeah they didn't
1: survive they didn't survive. But the they win.
0: won the Twin Gate uh, championship Hell later yeah. on the year. They had another. There's another match I was considering against Kano and uh, uh, Suji Kondo. Uh, so, but yeah, that's that's always 10. cool to
1: see when like a kind of, I guess, like a legend, like older tag team can still hold their own with some some younger guys. Yeah, that's always that's always really cool. Yeah. So, uh, Devin, number nine. Number nine. Uh, my number nine, I think, is probably the most recent match that I have on my list. which uh Hangman Adam Page versus Swerve Strickland. Ah! The Texas Death Match blood. At full gear. I love that shit. <laughs> I love a fucking bloody-ass match <laughs> where it's just two dudes that are pissed off each other, beating the shit out of each other. And, you know, you'll see a few... You'll probably see a couple more of those. Spoiler alert. On my list. But... I don't know much about, like, the like, story-wise, what was going on. I know they had a couple matches before that, like, on TV. Uh, and I guess it, you know, culminated into this at Full Gear recently. And Swerve sort of Strickland won this match. And I don't know if that's it or what, but it was a really cool match. And that was a. I was. That really, like. i had seen some Swerve Strickland matches before, but, like, he really, like. I was, like, really gunning for him in that one. Like, that was sick. Like, it was really cool to see him in that kind of match. And he was like stapling himself and like just Get your laughing hyped. maniacally. I'm like, oh yeah. 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 So yeah. good for both of those guys for just beating the shit out of each other and bleeding all over the ring. I love that For shit, my man. entertainment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Absolutely laughs> Shout out that. to both of them. Yeah. I hope they hear this. <laughs> but good I love job when they,
2: both of I love when people drink each other's blood yes. in the ring.
1: The blood drinking. There's nothing... Medically wrong with Pledge that ever. You yeah. can do that and it's healthy. It's good for you.
2: No. <laughs> yeah, I watched Twilight. I know that's good.
1: <laughs> I did not watch all the um, gear, but I did watch that.
2: My number nine. My number nine. Uh, again. Say my number ten. Uh, it's from when I was there. Uh. I lo- I know a lot of people say like the Cody Brock Lesnar match was kinda overrated. I think the same thing could be said about this one. But I was there. I had a great time. Yeah. Uh Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor, World Heavyweight Championship at SummerSlam. Uh
1: I bet that was sick to see. Granted,
2: again, don't remember (laughs) I was there. I don't remember too much Bell to Bell. Uh I remember I remember wanting Finn Balor to win really bad. Uh uh, thinking Damian Priest was going to catch in. I was going to be pissed off about it. Like, am I going I to sit here and witness a Damian Priest uh, catch in? Uh, thankfully, that didn't happen. Uh, still a great match. Um, again, it's just because I was there. I, me and, me and Logan were vibing in the in the stands. Um, I had pizza. <laughs> and they had like this giant thing of popcorn there's that, that like this giant bucket of popcorn and this lady just kept coming like every 15 minutes just topping it off God and was, i was my mission to try to like get to the bottom of it before she came back and i never never happened but uh yeah uh seth versus finn Balor, seth rollins won was
0: it was, was a sweet a uh I, I gotta watch a fucking show at a suite apparently because these are like you end up seeing the greatest matches of the yeah. year. Dude, it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, the only, Dude, it's awesome. The only match like, I remember between them, I don't know how many times they've wrestled. Oh, we saw one of them live. We went to like some of the fucking house shows. Or,
1: oh, they did remember? a house show match? I was trying to remember if we had seen them uh, before.
0: But, uh, uh, they, I remember the one where, uh, what did he do? He fucking, Finn Balor like broke his fucking leg or some shit. This was like, fuck. This is like when the Universal title was new.
1: Well, he was the first universal champion, right? I think. And he like broke his leg or whatever and had to vacate it immediately. Yeah. Like he was champion for a day.
0: Yeah. So I see what match I remember from then.
1: That must have been the one.
0: He broke his uh collarbone. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah okay. Right. Yeah, that was a wild one. He did like either he did like
2: the power bomb into the thing and like he like Oh, oh okay. He, yeah. Like fucking snapped his shoulder in half. Yeah. Yeah, so that was a good time. So was, I was like, that was a whole big thing leading into that match. Was was like that story? Oh, from, they like brought it back in up. Universal Championship knows all. Cool. Yeah. yeah, it was awesome. Did
0: the did the audience I gasp had a time. I during, had a time that night? Did the audience gasp when there was a power bomb attempt. Did they like try to do the spot yeah, again? I did oh, at least. Okay. okay. Like, <gasps> that was fine. Right. I, I gasped.
1: Yeah. <gasps> no,
0: no freaking! Don't do it! Please no. don't body. <laughs> body slam him freaking
1: not freaking
0: no Um, not
1: mr freaking no
0: all right so my number nine for 2023 comes from october 12th this was a match that uh just popped up on people's radar it was a a small little show coming out of a shinjuku face there's only like 400 people there damn a little small venue in tokyo which i feel like that's a lot for that building but um most often it's a it's a, a smaller uh, crowds there um but uh it just popped up on the radar and people were like yo this shit is like match of the decade which I don't know if I would go that far but it was definitely like at least one of the 10 best matches that I've watched this year uh it was at the uh Fuminori Abe and uh, Takuya Nomura produce uh, show. We are fighting detectives too.
1: That's the name of the show?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Of course, it was between uh, the match I'm speaking of is uh, Fuminori Abe versus Takuyo Nomura, who together they make up the team, the astronauts
1: in uh, Big Japan. I love everything about that.
0: Yeah, and uh, they're actually, I feel like they're a good contender for like a tag team of the year. If you want to watch any of their stuff, Hiroki, uh, Hiroki Suzuki and uh, Takuhu Kato. I don't get to say these names out loud as often as I was like back in uh, May. The Oklahoma show, the crazy lovers match in their tag league final earlier this year. But this match in particular between the two, it was really like much more of like a friendly contest. But it fucking just went to like another gear. Mm -hmm. Like they were just absolutely fucking slamming the shit out of each other and beating each other like sweat flying, hands slapping. Just uh, the early goings of this match really reminded me of anytime i see like a work ready match in like a southern indie yeah and by that i mean like there was like slight comedy between the two just because they're a tag team and there was like chuckling from the crowd which kind of took some people out of it i didn't mind because i think i'm just like i'm used to seeing that at live shows just like Joking and people getting in on the joke as well. But then again, it just went to this fucking other gear. It's like under 20 minutes and they're just fucking going at a break. Ne- break breaking ne- a break, break neck pace. <laughs> Beating the shit out of each other. And it's fucking Get sick. It and uh, yeah, the astronauts again, a good look at a, a tag team of the year contender.
1: Hell yeah. Uh, so that's my number. That's nine. a cool name for him too. Yeah. I might be checking that out. Where are we? Number eight, number eight, sir. Number eight was at Impact Bound for Glory pay-per-view this year. That was Speedball Mike Bailey versus... Bailey? Hmm. Bailey. Speedball <laughs> you fucked up a name too, huh? Mike Bailey versus Will Ospreay. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Um, we saw um, Mike Bailey last was that, year. I was about
0: to ask you, was that your first time seeing Mike Bailey? And
1: you turned to me and said, you gotta keep an eye on this guy. Yeah, You said you'd really like... You said you're gonna really like this guy when oh, okay. Mike Bailey came out. Yeah, yeah, And I think you probably mentioned like some other stuff about him and you told me his story about how like well he like lost his ability to come to the United States to wrestle yeah, until like this year well, and, it, uh, or this or uh, last, last year. year but yeah uh, this match was fucking sick and I knew it would be as soon as they announced it cause I like both of those guys a lot uh Really fun match all around. Just two guys beating the shit out of each other. You know? Yeah, that's all I have to say about each yeah. of these matches. <laughs> Mike Bailey is
0: a guy that like <laughs> I I didn't necessarily care for. Like, I wish he'd wear boots.
1: That's all I got to say about him.
0: Yeah, I don't like the fucking. I, feet. I just you don't know, like feet. I, I, yeah, yeah. I don't just see put that shit. You put your dogs away. But again, not a guy I necessarily necessarily cared for. Like before his like return, because he fucking came back in 2022 here, and it was just like a completely different guy. Just a lot more. Uh. I don't know how to say it. It's a lot more cleaner, I think. Mm-hmm. It, and again, I wish she'd wear boots as well. Um, but uh yeah, that, that match rocked.
1: Yeah, very sick match. Uh again, didn't watch the whole pay per view, <laughs> but I did watch that match. And
0: they put it up on uh YouTube for free previously.
1: They did recently yeah, I had get, to go to them, I had them. to go some like to some Japanese website to find it. Oh. So I, to, I found a bunch of where'd you go Billy <laughs> Billy
0: that's Chinese
1: it might have been it was you told me about Billy Billy but this was a different <laughs> website that I went to oh, I okay. forgot what it was called Yeah. but I was able to find it just by looking up uh, person versus person match full video and you click videos and it's like the second page you'll find it oh, okay but yeah that is my number eight they're not
0: getting any fucking money from you huh no not even with the rebrand <laughs> you don't want you don't want nothing to do with TNA
1: I, I will probably watch the new pay per view. Okay, we'll come over.
0: Sure. <laughs> right. Uh, Anthony, your number. Uh, I I. Am, I, oh, I got thoughts about this. I have a special place in my heart for.
2: Well, this is real quick. Just I have a special place in my heart for uh, TNA Impact uh, and Mike Billy. Mike Billy did our intro for us. We did. That's we did. right. That's um, right. So he yeah. does. He does.
0: Number twenty two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Number twenty-two, of PWP's <laughs> top 25, 2022, Mike Bailey. He didn't have any hesitancy he's for like just Bailey. being number yeah, twenty-two. <laughs> yeah, like, he
0: didn't have any beef with that. Like <laughs> you like, guys rated him number twenty-two, which I <laughs> no. guess is fair. I mean, out of <laughs> all the wrestlers in the world, to be like in yeah. the twenty-five, but you know. what's what's really messed up is he's not even in
2: our top twenty-five. This. <laughs> And I think he had a better year and he didn't make it and I feel bad like <laughs> do I still make him the intro We only to use them for like two months But I, I think well, I think we but yeah, I, I have a special place in my heart for Tina impact uh, They put us on our on their media mailing list So I get like all like their press releases now, which I think is that's pretty They cool. didn't have to do they, like I, I'm like I've been big league by like people like locally here like that have like nobody going to their shows and they're like big leaking me about it and it fucking impacts, like yeah dude come on this media call with Will Ospreay. I was like okay
0: yeah they're smart so for that I think
2: um, yeah. yeah I love I love them I I'll I'll I'll, I'll, have, I'll never say anything bad about Impact or TNA again <laughs> um, but my number eight uh, controversial I, cause I I don't think cause I don't think you like this match Andy oh okay uh, based on a comment you made earlier oh so you. We might have to have a, like a little debate. Oh. Uh, it's 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 the Roman versus Cody match for me. Oh yeah.
0: no, I liked the match. I, I I didn't like. I don't care for the. I don't care for the finish. Oh. Oh. I don't care for the finishes in his big matches because like the uh, optics wise, it doesn't make any fucking sense how they're like who can stop him and then it's like he's cheating. I don't understand. But yeah. Uh, but I did like the match, and I do like the match even more because it got fucking I got paid, bro. <laughs> 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 but go on, yes. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I I, I I agree with you, because I kind of went back and forth on, on the finish for, like, even like today. Like, I, I'll look back on it, and I, I, I don't know if I love it, or if I, wanted, if I wanted Cody to win, if I didn't want Cody to win. I don't remember in the moment, I thought, I think we had the same thought, was if it's not Cody, if Cody is not the one to beat Roman at that time, right, with all the momentum going in, especially off the Sami Zayn stuff, and the Usos losing the night before, like when is the perfect time? Like when do you have him lose? Because now, like, what's the point of him losing at forty? Now he did nothing all year, right? So if he loses at forty to Cody, then what was then what was the point of that match? Uh, but on the other hand, I, I I love Roman's character. Um, I love the I love I love the tribal chief shit. Head of the table. It's I yeah, I I'm a sucker for it. I'll admit. I I love it. I, I acknowledge him as a tribal <laughs> chief. Uh, but yeah, if you, if you if you I know I know Roman kind of works like a certain style of championship matches. Now they all kind of like blend together. They all kind of go like the same way. Like oh, he's dominating, and then the babyface kind of comes back, and then uh, he cheats or like somebody from the from the bloodline comes in and helps him win. But and that and that match has been getting kind of stale recently, but. The perfect combination of that type of match happened at Mania Night Two against Cody. Like that's like the perfect style of, uh, of a Roman title defense, and I loved it. I, I really thought Cody was going to win, and I was super pissed off at the, at the night. And then I was like, "Wow, I am really sports entertained right now." <laughs> this is what sports entertainment <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: is. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's my number eight, Roman versus Cody.
0: Yeah. Right. On. Yeah. Again, I. I, I generally liked the match i mean I, again i'm not like too excited with uh, that promotion's like house style um but yeah like j- I mean, and again the, uh, the the optics of like he's our world champion dom he's dominating all these people but then they present it like he's like this world beater but then like he, you know he's cheating like every single time and it just doesn't make sense to me and uh but anyways yeah so uh so my number eight, but that like, oh, that mini match is like the
2: perfect example of that, and then that's that's why that's why that's fair. That's fair.
0: Like the There's all the rest of
2: them. the tropes of uh, besides, besides besides the other, I have one more, I have one more on my list. This is actually my next one. Okay, uh, which, but he's he's only done it really good twice, and <laughs> when, he's, when it's happened, it's been great. Well, I mean, but two going, out, going, out of eleven versus, uh, matches, uh, you know,
0: <laughs> it's not that's ah, it's it's actually pretty low average. <laughs> so. Uh, uh, but uh, with the title match tropes, uh, my number eight is actually, I, I'm i really more so invested with it because of some of the tropes of a title match, of specific title match that comes out in it. Um, it was from uh, February 11th, New Japan Pro Wrestling, the uh, New Beginning show in Osaka at the Edeon Arena. This is the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship match between the Kuz- Kazuchika Okada and Shingo Takagi. Um, this was their fifth singles meeting and the third time for the title. Mm-hmm. Third time in Osaka as well. How do you feel about that? But uh this was like the first time that they've wrestled where cheering was allowed in Japan.
1: I remember talking match. about and
0: this. And that added a whole layer. Like I loved their first match against each other. It was G1 uh, in 2020. Mm-hmm. And then their match at the dome was also excellent. And, but now with the added, like, ambiance, I guess, the atmosphere yeah. rather of an Osaka crowd just fucking screaming. And, you know, when Shingo gets in these big spots and, you know, he's in a big building and there's people fucking yelling at him and shit, like, he gets into it. Like, I feel like more people are more familiar seeing him at Forbidden Door and. The way he just fucking eats up the fucking crowd Mm -hmm. like this dude like he uh, he's also one of my favorite wrestlers the same thing with Okada as well he's like a guy with his own aura as well but obviously but um yeah I just like the it was the tropes of an IWGP heavyweight title match and that being said it's like the slow build sometimes you build off that slow build working some body parts and then it fucking crescendos the speed and then a big closing stretch and then both of the guys being exhausted laying on the mat the fucking the cameras panning over the title this is what these two guys are fighting for and uh you know uh and it's just like two of the best guys alive right now doing it and uh had to had to had to throw it had on there. Also, I just you know fucking liked it a lot. So and they fucking beat the shit out of each other. Fucking DD, the fucking Death Valley driver on the fucking floor. The fucking Tombstone pile <laughs> driver on the fucking floor. Oh my god, yeah, they fucking yeah, Shingo rocks, dude. But um, yeah, Devin, let's move on to number seven. Number
1: seven, Blackpool Combat Club versus the Elite. Ah, the which which uh, that was uh, uh anarchy in the arena. The an anor- Oh yeah yeah yes. yeah yeah yeah. Um. Okay. What can I say? Uh <laughs> what can I say? What can I say about any time John Moxley's <laughs> in the ring with anybody? <laughs> uh he's, he's going to beat the shit out of you. And they, you know they they're just a bunch of guys beating the shit out of each other and I like that shit. I'm trying to speed run cuz I know that like Now we're we, good, dude. We we fucking all take have your to... time.
0: Take your time, dude. Talk about the match. Talk I, about what you liked about it.
1: I liked everything. Yeah? Yes.
0: Any spots in your mind that you remember? All remember of the them. band? that was the the band band. Uh,
1: and i had i had said someone's gonna kick the band at some point oh yeah yeah and then it happened yeah that was sick (laughs) yeah i was like i'm glad that i manifested that because well they just kept playing wild thing the whole time (laughs) and uh was it both of the young bucks that kicked the singer or one of them i don't know but they got super kicked and they stopped playing and then they just kept on fighting yeah so very good shit black the big cock club big cock that, that <laughs> was
0: i i remember that show specifically because that was sort of like the end of like all-time great pay-per-views from aew in my opinion i i, I thought most of the other show was weak yeah. i thought that that was with that that four-way title oh, match, the right? Fo- the 4 with that title? fucking ridiculous build where they yeah. were just then, like complaining at each other and i, I
1: yeah. remember one of the shows leading the, up in that, like the one four of the, pillars yeah, 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 yeah the yeah, four yeah. pillars match and over. that's where you know you yeah. got the taste of uh you know them trying to do what the other guys are doing with like yeah. each one of them comes out with their whole entrance and they're like I should get a title match and the yeah. other guys like you shouldn't get one. They could have spent all one. that time
0: building up the guys, winning matches, but no, we're fucking just yeah, we're each just other doing yet. some. Sorry to bring be the negative Nancy, but yeah. uh, you know that match was. But you know the fucking anarchy. Those those are always a hoot. Yeah, always a, hoot.
1: a hoot. I think I liked we watched that the, right here, uh, yeah. and yeah, I we think did. we were both kind of just like yeah, This is okay. It was a hoot. It was a hoot it was a hoot uh that th- match was good was a, yeah
0: who in the holler yeah i think i what was the uh i think i like the first one right what was the one where eddie kingston came down with the
1: gas can uh, that the first one was that revolution that was like a that was like a 10 man that was match. the first one yeah. that oh, was okay. the first one that was like a 10 man i think match i like that one a little more i think that was a but, Revolution. Uh, this one was also really fun yeah because like
0: the guys in it too yeah so yeah yeah
1: that's my
0: so, number uh, seven Anthony, what was uh, your number seven? Or if you have any thoughts on uh, this match,
2: um, th- that match is also on my list somewhere. Um, oh, so we'll yeah, just speak on it then. I, I the Anarchy and Arena matches. I, I love. I think they're on my list every year. I'm, I'm pretty sure I put the last last year's on my list too. Yeah. Um, they're, they're, I just, I i love the hectic style of them where, like, the camera's, like, cutting, like, every, like, 45 seconds. There's just some other absurd scene that's happening. <laughs>
1: There's always shit. Uh, happening. So,
2: yeah, I, I love Anarchy and Arena uh, and Stadium Stampede matches. I just love matches like that. Uh, but then, my number seven, I promise, it's the last Roman Reigns match. Okay. Here. I promise. <laughs> can, hey, these it's, are your uh, favorites. Yeah, your, these <laughs> are matches. your favorites,
1: not ours. We don't, you know.
2: I I I just feel judged by Andy. No, I don't care what people fucking like.
1: (laughs) This this
2: guy fucking likes Roman Reigns. He's never coming back. I don't understand the fucking. uh, (laughs) There's
0: some people I don't understand the appeal of, but that's just me, and I just had to accept it. But I I I understand the appeal of Roman, and I you know I I, there's points where I was like hell yeah fucking Roman. Look at this dude.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We got there. For Shield a minute. days. Yeah, we got there for a minute. Yeah, we were there.
0: Yeah, we we'll
2: go ahead with that. I, I, I'm I'm tr- I'm trusting the process that they're gonna they're gonna bring it home and him losing the title is actually gonna like be a uh, a good moment. That'd be we'll sick. See. But anyway, my number seven uh, from Elimination Chamber uh, all, all the way up in Montreal. Uh, Roman Reigns versus Sami Zayn, uh, the hometown. Kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, him bringing back his old theme uh, the only the only reason I have it kind of ring kind of low which um, if I had to rewrite the list I probably would have put it at like 8 or 9 Um it was like you knew Sami Zayn wasn't going to win you, like you going into it, like you knew okay Roman is not going to drop this the belt in the middle of a, a historic reign the month before Wrestlemania like that is not going to happen but in the moment like for about forty five seconds, minute and a half, you thought. You were like, Wait, are they gonna do it? And then, then you you come back down to reality. Uh but any time any time a match can get me to that point where I kinda forget where I'm at and I kinda forget all the backstage like news and like oh yo, Romans gonna hold the belt for five hundred thousand days and yeah. As soon as as soon as they can get you out of there for even if it's only for like a minute and they they taste that spot We're like, oh man, we kind of forget everything else. I think that's that's a that's the essence of a great match and uh, also, I just want want to give uh, Sami Zayn his due whenever I can. Uh, he's in our top 25 this year. So Love Sami Zayn uh, I hope he has another great 20 uh another great year here in 2024 and hopefully win a world championship for
1: real
0: no uh, actually you win the fake one that um, they have it's the yeah the one the one that freaking has right now yeah the
1: oh the one that, oh yeah yeah
0: so, um yeah i i feel like yeah, you, can, you could argue he can with that, with that sammy one. i'd be happy with that one what's that said so he can win that one i'd be happy with him winning that one sure a little something a little gold watch yeah um but you could argue that Sammy should have won that one because they could have really built off a cool little program off of that, and it could have been just a short little reign. Obviously, like they're not going to have like Sammy Zayn go into WrestleMania and be on like the fucking posters, like like for how that company no. is and how fucking polished they are. They're not going to have some scrappy looking guy on their posters for the biggest show of the year. But in between. Like there could have been a really interesting program because you could have argued that like he was the one that kind of revitalized that whole bloodline thing when he joined, and that was uh, probably when it was the most interesting when he was around doing his shit. And but you know, uh, oh yeah, he he totally did. And then when he left,
2: it, it's kind of it's all it's stale now. Yeah, uh, I'm kind of I'm like now I'm at the point where I'm waiting for it to end. Yeah,
0: it's it just sort of, it's been going but, yeah, on. So
2: yeah, you t- yeah, that's totally You're
0: totally right there we're going on since what 2020 2021 like that whole fucking thing and it's just rinse and repeat and i i feel like yeah like you're catching on to it i feel like more people are catching on to it like is this going anywhere it's like bro it hasn't been going anywhere for fucking like two years like (laughs) like, they're they're not (laughs) they don't have a fucking plan like
2: it also doesn't help that the story the storyline moves like one step like every six weeks i mean he just shows up he'll cut a promo and then like Oh, I'll, he'll tease something like, so like somebody will walk backstage and walk by the bloodline locker room. Like, oh, yeah. oh, oh. And, and by and progress, uh, just and, a different. Uso. Like, I don't even know what I don't even know the next time he's supposed to show up. I don't even know when Roman's supposed to be on TV next. Who knows? Oh. Maybe 2025.
0: Um, So my number seven, it took up a whole page of notes and I'll try to be brief with it. But there's a lot of fucking story, especially if you're not familiar with it. Um, <laughs> came from uh, July 15th. Uh, pro Wrestling Noah. Did host the show, but in like hindsight now, it's like a different promotions kind of like deal, uh, which I'll get into. But it was at their one night dream show in Kerrigan Hall. It was a uh, Katsuhiko Nakajima versus Kento Miyahara. Now these two guys, these guys were trained by Kensuke Sasaki, and um, if you don't know, there's there's talk of they had like real issues with each other, with Nakajima having seniority over. Miyahara back when they were training and uh, both of those guys were involved with the, It's a great feud if no one's ever checked it out uh, the Kensuke Office versus Burning which was uh, Kenta Kobachi's stable uh, it was like 2008 or something but um, and those guys Nakajima and Miyahara would tag together uh, sporadically a few times but um, past let's see, the the, the Muda retirement show They did a little uh, Noah versus uh, All Japan uh, tag match, like a Mm. promotion versus promotion. Nakajima is a former GHC champion. Uh, Kento Miyahara is basically, he's the the ace of All Japan, essentially. Sorry, Tevin. This is why we don't talk about wrestling. No, you're (laughs) good. But, um, so... They get in the tag match against each other and it kind of like heats things back up. So it brings back to this match uh, that in July 15th, Nakajima versus Miyahara. And uh, yeah, it was fucking rocked. Nakajima is like a fucking shitbag sometimes. I mean, there's some points where he actually took things uh, in his uh, own control and knocked some people out for real just because he felt like that was the appropriate thing to do. And he's got uh, his hands slapped over it. Uh, Kento Miyahara, of course, uh, Triple Crown Champion several times um also had a great year another tag team of the year contender uh Miyahara and uh Yumo Aoyagi um and uh Aoyagi being a triple crown champion for a good bit of the year I think well he 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 beat Nagata so All Japan's been like a company or a promotion that like I, I kind of would like go in and out of just my interests. Like uh, they didn't really have much to sink your teeth into, but this year has been like a completely different story. Um, just like a healthy use of outsiders like uh, Suzuki earlier in the year, Kojima, Naruki Doi with the junior title. Um, I think Onita popped up a few times as well. Um, and uh, with uh, a lot of young guys on the bench, like Yuma Anzai. Uh, who fucking else? Uh, Amori, Ryuki Honda. Uh, so they're building up and they've been doing like, they've been growing exponentially with their attendance. And um, it's really exciting time to get into all Japan, actually. Um, but uh, yeah, this match, they fucking, uh, Nakajima being a shit ass, Kento eating up the fucking crowd, which I love, and Nakajima beating him. And then later on, actually, uh, Miyahara to challenge for the triple crown against Aoyagi. And he lost that challenge. Nakajima comes out and he's basically jumped ship to all Japan now. So what I meant earlier is that this is now just more of an all Japan focused mm-hmm. feud. Um, and actually the rematch is in, I think seven or eight hours from now. Oh, wow. Well. So really looking forward to that. they really? uh, their new year Eve show. So, uh, I think that's enough said on that. I think I... I, I if, if you know, you know. If you don't know, fucking... you set your alarm. Get fucking knowing, you know? That's all I'll say about exactly.
1: that. Exactly. All right. Devin, what was your number six? Number six. Brian Danielson versus Kazuchika Okada at AEW <laughs> New Japan's Forbidden Door.
0: Hell yeah, dude. That was
1: a very sick match. I know that was... Was that the first time either of them no. had stepped in the ring with one another? I know that was pretty hyped up. Yeah. Uh... They called it a dream match. Uh, I, I know some about Okada. I've seen some of his stuff based on like what you've shown me in the past, and I, I always thought he was pretty cool. Plus, yeah, he's a pretty cool guy. Pretty cool guy. I know you <laughs> like him. Uh, and Brian Danielson won this with a broken arm, <laughs> which is insane. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's my thoughts on that.
0: It was a great match, I thought. It was a very great. And match. there's gonna be a rematch.
1: There is gonna be a rematch. I Next saw that week? earlier. Next got, uh, week. What is that? The is that at Wrestle, Wrestle Kingdom? Kingdom
0: in the fucking dome, baby?
1: Yep. Get hyped. I thought Brian Danielson was still injured. Maybe he is, but like he's wrestling through it. I guess I don't know. I thought I saw something recently. Oh, well, he's still you know, hurt. He's,
0: he's like beat up. I think. Yeah. I don't
1: know. He's like a hundred years old. <laughs> <laughs> he's always yeah. hurt. You
0: know, he's, he's actually he's uh, he's just constantly injured. He's only twenty seven. He's only uh, poor guy. Yeah. Anthony, have any uh, thoughts on uh, Danielson versus Okada? Uh,
2: yeah, I, I remember watching that. Um, I remember being really hyped for it. Because, uh, uh, like Devin, I, I know of Okada, obviously. You know, I've been doing a pro wrestling podcast for like two years. So I actually know of <laughs> Okada. Um, but the, I can probably kind of on one hand how many matches I've actually watched of his. And that was, and that was one of them. Uh, I remember watching. At least I watched live. I think that was my first time watching him live. Uh, to, uh, somebody I wish I could see more of, obviously, and I'll definitely be tuning in to watch him uh, Wrestle Kingdom. Seeing the rematch, because hopefully Brian stays healthy during the whole thing. Because that match was so they were they were building up to something, and then that movie took where he broke his arm, it kind of just like derailed the whole thing. They kind of had to like improvise and get to the finish that way. But uh, so I'm hoping to see a fully healthy match from yeah uh, from both
0: of them. Um, but uh, yeah, I I I think it was. See, I remember when that fucking bell rang. I mean, I had fucking goosebumps. But uh, and I, I do agree that like it was like fin- like a little disappointing like towards the end. But like the whole other bulk of that match is just like these two fucking pros. Yeah, who. Get in there yeah. and know what they're doing. Don't fucking think about it and just fucking work. And yeah, no, I, uh, it was a fun, fun time. I'm excited for the rematch. It's gonna be a good one. So, uh, what are we on? Six? Six. Yeah, okay, Anthony.
2: Six. Um, uh, my number six was John Moxley versus Adam Page, the Texas death match from Revolution 23. Hell yeah. Uh, the other Texas match that Adam Page had, fucking. I love blood and guts, dude. <laughs> the match too, and actual blood and guts. Uh, uh, just see him actually tap out after being like actually like hanged off the side of the the, the ring, like, oh, <laughs> uh, like like that that moment itself kind of solidified it. top ten for me. I uh, kind of watching it in the moment, uh, and then them just doing just the most bonkers shit. I think that was. I know Amash does a lot of matches with forks, but I know he brought the fork out in that <laughs> he got the and that match and started stabbing me. He's yeah. always got that. Thing he on. doesn't if fork people... around. <laughs> he's always going Fuck. R- R- Renee went into the kitchen during the match and like opened it up and like, I'm wait,
0: where are my forks an inventory go. of the silverware just yeah. in case. Yeah. That's, that's rather... A, mis- that's rather... Uh, uh, what is that? That's bad from us because we're assigning a woman to go to the kitchen. So... Sorry. God damn it. Oops. Oh no. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting Windley Mania. This is the castle podcast. Tug <laughs> <Color> of, <talk.
1: laughs> of the fucking collar. <laughs> more like misogyny <laughs> mania. Jesus.
0: Yeah. No, I fucking yeah, that match fucking rocked. I mean the, the fucking spot he fucking wraps around the the body yeah. barbed wire. Yeah. The fucking moonsault. Those are the fucking, I mean for me, like I, I can I always I I get more into matches like more on a competition stance when two guys are like fighting to fucking win and whenever there is like matches built around like personal feuds i want it to go to the fucking all i want them to be pissed off at each other i want them to fucking kill each other yeah. <laughs> and that's like what this built up to and yeah that match fucking rocked yeah absolutely
1: if it's, i can just go ahead and say awesome. that match is my uh, number I, I know i know the hardcore hard you hard we'll style you'll get to it, it, you'll get to yeah. it. that's on here
0: it's on here okay yeah I know if you, you wanted me to one? go ahead and talk Is about it. No, three? We'll talk to it. We'll yeah. talk about it later. Yeah, okay. I feel like we're getting to the point where we might have similar matches. Yeah. We're getting, it, it, we're getting up so. in the list.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. <coughs> so my number six came from uh, May twenty third. It was a new Japan pro wrestling match. It was the best of the Super Juniors final baby between Master Wato, my boy, and Teton. Now in the Otis City General Gymnasium there in Tokyo, by the way. It's a cool little building. Never been. You've been there?
1: No, never been. You built it. I didn't build
0: it. Um, but, yeah, Master Wall, I mean, okay, so. This match, I feel like it it, 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 it. I was more so attached to it and into it because of Teton's performance. Teton, a guy, CMLL. Mm-hmm. He's not unfamiliar with uh, work in Japan. He's actually in LIJ now, uh, joined this year. But, um. He just, again, with the fiery baby face, fucking eating up the crowd, doing, like, incredible shit, fast-paced. Like, that's the shit I could sink my teeth into as well. Uh, Master Wado is a guy that I've always kind of, like, tried to defend, but he's, like, a guy who's undefendable at most points. I mean, when he was Harai Kawato back in the Young Lion days, he was, like, a guy... I was among the people that really attached myself to him, just... Like, you, you could kind of see something like, oh, this guy could be a great addition to the junior division. Uh, he came back during the pandemic, and he has his fucking hair blue and shit, and he's called Master Wado, out of all things. Mm-hmm. It's not very appealing. Um, and there's definitely a confidence issue. There's you know, a lot of slop in most of his matches. But I don't know. He fucking held his own here, I think. Um and uh with the uh, the aftermath of this match, you really wish a uh, Master Wado won the match and won the passage super Juniors final, and a weird point about that is this is like a long time in a while where someone's won I think Chris Charlton actually mentioned this on a show recently where it's like someone who won the super Juniors final not having a spot on the Tokyo Dome show, mm-hmm. which is very uh not regular as he put it um I kind of wish that they're trying to do this thing with Hiromu with the the reigns and stuff. I feel like we've kind of already established Hiromu as uh, the junior ace. You really wish maybe Teton could have won and we could have done something a little more uh, interesting because I, the second half of Hiromu's year for me hasn't been great. Um, and I'm excited for the Desperado match coming up next week, but... All in all, I, I it's it's something. I, this match was fucking great, and then I kind of wish things were different about the aftermath, uh, in a sense. So, um, yeah, that's my general thoughts about it. I had to bring up something fucking negative about it. I'm of course, sorry. you did. Yeah, I had to. But yeah, great match. Teton's fucking all time, <laughs> all time performance from Teton. So, go ahead with your number five. There, I'll have Evan. to
1: check all of these matches out. Uh, Number five, Brian Danielson again. This time versus MJF, the 60 minute Ironman match for the AEW World Title at Revolution. Oh past yeah, yeah. March. Um, for me, that one was like because MJF always just kind of like he, he he wasn't really defending his title a lot, and this was the first time he had to actually really really wrestle for it for an hour straight. I think. Let's see what. Because he kind of just, like, like up until then, he wasn't really... Well, he won it, let's see. He won it, like, September or oh, something. Oh, yeah. It he won it from, then, it was the all-out show. He, he won he, it from Moxley.
0: Okay, and then he defended against Ricky Starks. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're right.
1: This was kind of the start of him defending it more, I, mm-hmm. I guess. And the first time you really kind of got to see him do a whole lot of shit that you probably didn't think he could really do. At least I didn't really know. But, I, mean, I knew he could wrestle. But this time you really get to see it. And I thought it was a really cool match, and then it, you know, ended in a draw. And then of course, you know, oh, what the fuck, and ended in a draw. And then they say, all right, it's f- sudden death. And he ended up winning. You know, of course, he never wins clean. <laughs> yeah. So, but yes, very cool match. It was cool to see <laughs> Brian Danielson up against him for that too. I kind of hoped he'd win.
0: But oh, sure. Uh, yeah. you have any thoughts on that, Anthony? Because I have thoughts. Yeah. I have. Yeah, me too. Yeah, thoughts? You gonna go? Ahead. Yeah, I, I I was hoping I was hoping
2: Danielson would win too. I I love Brian Danielson. I don't know if you can see him back there. I have him hang up on the <laughs> wall back there. I love him. I, MJF's around there too somewhere. I think he's up there. MJF's up there. Uh, but yeah, I think that was the match for a lot of people. Um, I knew always. I knew. I think all of us here knew that MJF like can actually fucking wrestle yeah. uh, like that. But I feel like that was the first time. Uh, some people were like, "Holy shit." Okay. MJF's MJ, a world champion fucking wrestler. Right? It was oh my god. Time to see that. Uh,
1: yeah,
2: it was, I, I have. I, I also have that match uh, in my top ten list coming up here. Uh, excellent fucking match. I now the the is: Is it better than Bret? Sean? That's me a twelve.
0: Yes. <laughs> no. I don't know. Uh, I, I think there, I, it's two I, different errors. Two <laughs> different matches uh, entirely. I, I,
2: I know I. That, I remember that was the big debate coming out of yeah. it. Um, I, I I'll say yes because I wasn't live to watch Brett vs. Sean at twelve. You ever watched it still? And going back and watching it now is oh, just, yeah, it's definitely. not fair. <clears throat>
0: what? Uh, yeah, that. I, I, let's I, the thing with MJF, the wrestling thing. If you go back and watch some of the stuff from like Create a Pro, MLW, he's a guy that had fucking two left feet. I, it really clicked with me back in fucking 2020. He had a match against Jungle Boy at Double or Nothing. It was, an, I think, it was an empty arena. It was at fucking uh, Daly's place. Forgot what year it was, but that was what mm. it really clicked with me. I was like, and this was years ago, so it's like, okay, now this guy is making a fucking effort yeah. to, you know, he's got he's got the mouth right, right? He's doing mm-hmm. the promos and shit. Now he's making an effort to. That so, really, I didn't. I've since that match, I've never really had a doubt about his abilities, uh, personally speaking. I I, and you know, and this was a great balance of his work and his character work as well with the with the Danielson match. I mean, Danielson was always going to be reliable because he's fucking Brian Danielson and as an in a bell to bell aspect. And MJF, I, I didn't really have any doubts that he would like not keep up in a sense. Oh, no. I uh, doubts. And I think uh and, and plus the added layer of his character work. The, the restart of the match, like I in the moment, I think it took me out a little bit. Just because I don't know, like re, restarts never really done have done anything for me personally. Um but it, it was like I, it took me out, but also I was like, Yeah, I want to see fucking Brian win. So it yeah. kinda worked in a sense. But uh yeah, it was a great match. Yeah, yeah I agree.
1: Yeah, th- at that point I didn't really know what was gonna happen. Yeah. When when they restarted it and like yeah. this could really be this could really go either way. But yeah. I never doubted him in any way. I was just like it was just to see him nah, for it sounded f- like a lot of doubt. It was no, no it was, doubt. It was just kinda <laughs> like for that see him for that long do his do the oh, thing. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah. Uh where were we at? Number five,
0: Anthony, I believe.
1: That was yeah number, number five.
0: five. Um,
2: yeah, we're number five. Uh, number five. I have I have Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn versus the Usos from Mania night one. Um, just a, a feel good ending there. I always thought uh, ever since I heard it for the first time in um, doing it in like the 2K video games, uh, having Sami Zayn's theme like end of WrestleMania, I think it's just perfect so uh that's that's why i said number five for me just just that moment at the end just them celebrating hugging the confetti coming down and the uh worlds apart theme playing uh i think that's an all-time moment and it's also a great match i think it's one of i know they they've had a couple this year but on uh on dave Meltzer's star uh rating scale it's one of very few WWE matches in recent uh, history uh, to receive a five star from uh Dave Meltzer, and the other one from that night's also on my list here coming up. But a great, uh, I think a great main event. I never thought uh, the tag team championships could be an event at WrestleMania, uh, and they did it. And I think they blew it out of the water. Uh,
0: yeah, I, I liked that match a lot. I didn't see, that I, I like, I've the, always liked Kevin Owens. Though. I like, uh, I like the Usos as the tag team. Um, yeah i like that much. I, th- I think the
2: usos uh they're like among like hardcore wrestling fans um right I, I maybe not maybe it's not fair to say um i feel like they do get their due but i don't think they get their due enough um i think just because they work for where where they work um i don't think they get the proper recognition they deserve they do get recognition i i'll take it back a little bit but uh, I think I think they'll go down they'll be remembered as some one of the all-time greats. Major love for those. Actually one
0: of my favorite tag matches I watched live was an Uso's match. Like I don't know they just fucking went on that night. It was against uh, Shelton Benjamin and uh, Chad Gable.
1: Was that the one in Florence?
0: Yeah, I don't know. They just they I don't know they just gave them like fucking 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah. And they like turned it on and I was like holy shit. Like I was like they were fucking rocking. So yeah,
2: I I also I love Jimmy Uso. I think he he's gotten two DUIs in the city limits of Detroit. So did they both have yeah.
0: DUIs? I lose track because
2: that's how I would differentiate. Like I think like, so.
0: Uh, yeah, one would be like th- yeah, the but DUI, Jimmy has so. like two Yeah, that's the thing. They Detroit both have
2: it alone. Now. Like he's gotten arrested twice here. Oh, it
0: the, happened there. They
1: sent him to the Uso Penitentiary. We always get a it in Detroit, who gets arrested yeah. here. Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy. Yeah. Jeff Hardy likes to party Hardy and Myrtle. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I
1: remember. We, yeah, Jeff Hardy's
2: probably, you can probably find him right now. We were in. If, if you walked outside and walked around enough, he's probably, yeah. Just he's probably just walking around with his armbands on. We were on.
1: in line at, um, what was that? That was Fight for the Fall in 2019. We were in line in the Florida smeltering heat waiting to get in and I looked at my phone on like Facebook or something and I saw that Jeff Hardy had gotten arrested for like public intoxication like, right here, like, on the boulevard or something, probably, I imagine. Doing God knows what. But, like, it was, like, the talk of the town for that day. <laughs> Amongst the people on my friends list that knew who he was.
0: Yeah, I always get, like, the fucking uh, screenshot yeah. of whenever something locally like that happens. So.
1: <clears throat>
0: Where are we at? Number five? Number yeah. five, my match, comes yeah. from uh, June 25th, the AEW slash... New Japan Pro Wrestling, the Forbidden Door to the Scotiabank Arena Mm -hmm. up there in uh, Toronto. Uh, You ever been to Canada, uh, Anthony? You're pretty close. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I literally, oh, I can't see it now because it's on the other side of my apartment. I don't have a window over there. But if I looked out like that side, if I go to the apartment over there and look at the window, like Canada's right there.
1: That's crazy.
0: Imagine Canada being
2: right
1: there. Detroit Mm -hmm. and Canada are like right there. Yeah. Okay, I
2: I, I swear I I know that if I told you on the podcast, I might have told you off the air. I like think last time we did, they did this whole thing a couple of years ago. It it still irks me. They did this thing. They all the Canadians lined up on the border, like across the river, and like mooned us. <laughs> That's amazing. At like like a like hundred or two hundred people, they all just lined up and like showed their asses to us. It was absurd. I remember That's that. That's hilarious. It, it pissed me off. I want to get them back. But. It was like a declaration of war.
0: <laughs> all right, so my number match. My number match. Hmm. Obviously, Your number, number match. five match. Again, all that shit I said. The second meeting, but well, not the second all time, but this year, this year, Will Ospreay versus Kenny Omega 2 this year. Mm-hmm. Which is weird that we, like, I, like in my brain I refer to 2, but this is like number three or four technically. Yeah. I think it's three because I think it only meant what, P.W.G. Anyways, um, hey, man. This fucking match rocked. It's on my list uh, too. Some of the Don Callis stuff didn't really land with me. Some of the over-the-top melancholy Not melancholy, but just some of the... It, it, just the, the fucking interference stuff didn't really land with me all the way. But, I mean, everything else around it was just like all-time great fucking shit. I mean... Uh, <laughs> it, 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 fucking... The spicy uh, Benoit stuff that,
1: <laughs> that yeah, was, uh, yeah <laughs> that did happen.
0: And um, I don't know, man. That's, that's I feel like this is a match that has enough uh, notoriety mm-hmm. that I can kind of just leave it as it is. Uh, I guess the one thought I have about Will Osprey right now. I mean, he's going to be in AEW full time. I guess he'll. I, I imagine he'll be able to do outside dates. Um, I don't really I'm wondering how prepared like people are ready to see like a Will Ospreay working in an American promotion, how AEW is structured. And what I mean by that is not necessarily like the matches, but like there's been some really like over the top storyline stuff or in his day. Or pr- the the angles he'll try to do, or programs like the the when he fucking gave the os cutter to his at the time girlfriend, <laughs> which was very awkward. <laughs> um, the fucking crazy ass promo he cut like at the was res- what was that resurgence? This was a couple years ago. Uh, countless other things. Oh, the fucking, the ref Pro match against Michael Oku where he's going after the guy's girlfriend. I mean, I'm kind of wondering if some of that stuff, some of the more over-the-top, uncomfortable things are going to stick around when he's in AEW. I'm really curious to see how people react to it. Personally, like, I guess you could call it distasteful in a sense. I don't really give a fuck because, like, pro wrestling itself, in essence, is a very trashy thing. And you look in the past, you kind of yeah. have to embrace some of the trashiness. Like one of the greatest all-time <laughs> angles, the fucking I'd like to talk to Tom, which we kind of recreated uh, last year. Uh, so I, I'm really interested in this aspect of uh, Osprey on AEW TV uh, more more regularly. But yes, that match fucking rocked. I think we were all hooting and hollering in the theater. We were like that shit was fucking awesome. That was crazy. So. Uh, where are we at? Number 4, Devin?
1: Yeah, my number 4 uh Anthony just mentioned John Moxley versus Hangman Adam Page, the Texas Death Match at AEW Revolution. Fuck yeah. Do you have any more uh Um No. <laughs> I yield the remainder of my time. I have to go piss. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, Anthony, it's just me and oh. you. Go,
2: <clears throat> my number 4 that's kind of the same thing. Uh I had I had the Anarchy Arena match in number four oh, okay. uh, with the BCC and the yeah. Elite. Um, and I feel like I, I said everything I needed to say about it already. Uh, I love the chaos of that. Um, but real quick before we move on, I I do agree with you on the Will Osprey thing. Um, uh, it's gonna be really interesting to see how he connects with uh, more of the mainstream audience over here in the United States. Um, but on the other hand, I always say. Uh, I don't think aw or even wwe to an extent uh should cater to people that don't watch the product hell
0: yeah brother like, hell yeah please. fuck yeah <laughs> i I, fucking, I agree like oh, yeah. who like who the like
2: why the fuck are we like trying like like it's a fucking it's a tv show all right that happens on breaking bad or whatever game of thrones like where shoulds happen like this is a tv show these people aren't watching it and if they do see it it's gonna be like a 15 second clip out of context on twitter or facebook and they're gonna be pissed off about it anyway but they're they weren't gonna watch so let's stop fucking catering to them let let's let's have them do whatever the hell he wants sure i fuck love it. the a lot right <laughs> yeah uh He's, he's somebody I'm excited to actually be over here in the United States more because he's one of those people that, like, I want to watch his shit, but it's like, if it's not in my automatic, like, viewing vicinity, like, it's hard for me to get to it. And I, I don't have a lot of time to go out of my way for it. So hopefully I can see more Will Ospreay. Love that man. But other than that, yeah, my number four was the Anarchy Arena. I already said all I can say about it. Uh, like Devin, I yield the rest of my time. Mr. Speaker.
0: Well, that gives me enough time to talk about my number four. Um, on the topic of Will Ospreay, uh, my number four comes from August 12th, New Japan Pro Wrestling, the G1 Climax 33, night 18. We're getting to the semifinals over there in the uh, Ryugoku Sumo Hall. Uh, wonderful building, unless you're a giant, apparently. I've heard that it's very hard. Well, most of these buildings very hard to sit in, but I heard of someone who is taller than me and larger than me having to sit down, crisscross applesauce, (laughs) upstairs on the floor, which (laughs) does not sound (laughs) appealing at all. Well,
2: I I, like well that's that's their culture, right? Like, like, like you go over there, you got to
0: expect it. Well, just like everything, you know. I guess just uh, people are smaller over there. Like, uh, actually, there was um the new english commentator uh, for new japan uh, walker stewart he's a massive dude and he was actually talking about it in an interview just like him in the shower at the hotel room just fucking his head like hitting the fucking ceiling and shit just like yeah <laughs> um anyways uh uh-oh. it's like um like will ferrell and elf yeah exactly All right, so my number four was uh, Will Ospreay versus Tetsuya Naito in the semifinals of the uh, G1, representing the uh, B and D blocks. Uh, This is their third singles meeting together. Um, I had both of their matches last year in my top ten, which was also a G1 semifinal, and then they had the rematch at that, I think it was Battle Autumn uh, the what was that what building was that? Who cares? But um, yeah. Oh, uh, this again. This was like just upping the fucking intensity. I feel like the towards the end, the closing stretch of this match was really unlike anything I've seen this year. Um, most notably because Naito gets knocked out for real. And I can understand if that kind of takes you out of the match because you can fucking hear Osprey going, like, you can do it, Naito, get up, you can stand up. And uh, the commentary team cleverly (laughs) turning that into, like, uh, shit-talking. Oh, yeah? So, uh, But you can hear him calling spots and stuff because Naito gets knocked the fuck out. But this, I mean, I feel like if that didn't happen, this would have been something truly, I mean, it still is a very truly special match, I feel. But if that didn't occur, I feel like it would have even more special. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just incredible shit. And also, I mean, he gets knocked out, and you can kind of he like limps over, and he fucking trips and falls. And to be honest, like the way Naito or the way Osprey like can work with the person who's fucking knocked Loopy is like, I mean, this I don't know who else can fucking do that shit where it's like still keeping up the pace and just working around them in that state. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel like all, any three of us could have at least like a three and a quarter, maybe even higher star match with Will Ospreay. It's like, just like this <laughs> dude's fucking insane. But, uh, yeah. Uh, so I guess we're moving on. We're getting to the fucking nitty gritty here. Nitty-gritty. Number three, Devin.
1: All right. Y'all are going to see that. I kind of just cheated. Oh, in a sense. Okay. Cause it's like some of the same matchups. Okay because this is the Golden Elite versus the Blackpool Combat Club at AEW Blood and Guts.
0: Oh, okay. I uh, have thoughts about this, but go ahead.
1: Yes. Uh, very sick, of of course. <laughs> you know, Blood and Guts. And then they definitely delivered on that. Uh, I believe that was the spot where Moxley was on the nail bed. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Kota Ibushi, you know, what, what, what does he do? He has like a, like a standing, standing like, moonsault. moonsault yeah on top of him on that and you know the bucks doing shit on top of the on top of the cage all the crazy stuff that you want to see in that type of match and they absolutely delivered on it and it was on fucking tv it wasn't even a pay-per-view it was just on tv (laughs) and i really liked it a lot it was hard for me to like i said earlier like putting these like in an order of like favor they're all my favorite they're all my number one match okay so it's hard to really like that's fair put them like compare them in that sense but i really enjoyed that one and yeah that's my number three
0: anything any thoughts on that
2: yeah uh that i i I love the blood and guts matches now my fiance she um she also watches wrestling with us she's a big wrestling fan too i kind of converted her in our uh during the course of our relationship, but she's now watched two blood and guts matches. <laughs> one live, uh, we went to one in uh, Detroit. That's right, here. yeah, yeah. Uh, that first one, that's sick. And uh, it was it was incredible. She she doesn't like the the, the like the blood and like the crazy like violent stuff it grosses her out so she had to sit through that and watch it and i have a video of her like her face the whole time is like she's like her hands are like half covering her face and she like would look down like every like 30 seconds but we we watched we watched the second one together at her mom's house i believe her because her our little brother uh he's a big wrestling fan too we were watching it and it's the same thing like my my only memories i have of that match is like i'm doing this like turning back and forth and just watching her reaction to like you said like nail bed thing and uh all the crazy spots from the top of the cage and just just seeing how gross it can get and then looking over and seeing if she's watching or not
0: (laughs) my uh my girlfriend hates crying in wrestling she's crying. She made me fucking die one time <laughs> because it was uh I forgot what show it was. This was a while ago. But um she uh, we were uh, they showed a clip of uh the famous um Wrestle Kingdom 9 Aftermath where uh Okada lost to Tanahashi and he's leaving the ring crying. Oh. <laughs> she goes, "What a fucking baby." <laughs> <laughs> And then anytime like uh, uh, it depends on the match, but anytime there's crying, she's like, "Oh, what the fuck the crying," but uh, um, so yeah,
1: what a fuck, my kind of gal. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Does, my
2: fiance is the opposite. She she. My, <laughs> my fiance is the opposite she's a total softie she'll like if they're if they're crying on during the match she'll start crying too and she'll be like oh my god did you show her
0: like fucking mm. like uh rick flair Shawn michaels exactly
2: i'm sorry i love you
0: <laughs> did you show her that that oh
2: yeah i i i I, I, will, I will have to i don't think she's seen that yet but she'll probably cry I you gonna make her cry with that one i'll show the video package before and after <laughs> the leave the
0: memories alone yeah so what was uh what, what number three your uh blood and guts yep oh yeah well, the fucking i'll just touch on two things about that match fucking john moxley coming out with a junka size shirt signed by him that fucking rocked uh and then yeah kota abushi his matt hey he looked fucking terrible I thought. yeah
1: we did talk about um, him. he wasn't as great as we probably want because he him. came
0: back and he had that blood sport match which was fine it was just like a little blood sport match then he had that fucking awful match with joey janela and then yeah he just looked off and he just he's been looking off especially in wimbley that match he just looked completely lost oh i don't know i don't know what's going on with the guy i'm really it, it, he's supposed to have a match with uh marifuji for the noah new year show so i'm wondering uh what that's gonna look like um but yeah, otherwise, I mean that yeah, the, you can't go wrong with those fucking matches. I mean,
1: oh yeah, they're always they always yeah. deliver um, yeah. every time. So, uh,
0: Anthony, you're number three.
2: Yeah, my number three alluded to it earlier. Um, the only other five star match from Dave Meltzer from that night from WrestleMania 39, uh, the Gunther Drew Sheamus Triple Threat for the IC title um just big men doing big men things and slapping the shit out big of each other meat. uh slapping meats um fucking I, again i just this is more of a uh, like a gunther love for me uh gunther and walter or whatever you want to call them uh I'm so partial to Walter a little. bit I, uh, That's but, the
0: better name, uh, but I've cool. I I refer to him as Gunther now. I've accepted it. Although I do have a sh- I have a a shirt that says Walter really big on it. uh The the <laughs> I have one of like the Rev Pro shirts that I can't wear because there's like 30 like canceled people on the back. Oh god, <laughs> like, that's like the match lineup. But on the front it says Walter versus. Pro Hero Ishii. The back, however, says uh otherwise things that uh redacted,
1: redacted versus yeah. redacted. So,
0: but yeah, that match fucking rocks. I agree. I love all three of those guys. Especially, I'm a big. I think we talked about this last year. I fucking love the Sheamus. I love the Sheamus. Mm. Like I, I, I fucking dude. Yeah. And Drew, Drew McIntyre gives a lot of effort too. He's, he's really come around the past few years. I've always I've always enjoyed him. I, I just uh lays it in the, the fucking bar, <laughs> and then I just the only thing about Gunther I, if he if he's gonna keep this fucking na- yeah fucking thumb yeah yeah uh, if he's gonna keep this name I just want him to be fat again. <laughs> oh my god, when he was fat, that shit fucking
1: rocks because he's like cut now. What was that? Right? that
0: WrestleMania weekend, I think it was like 2016, 2017. When he just fucking like came into the fucking scene and this fat German motherfucker, or is he Austrian? I don't know, man. That guy rocks. Yeah. Love him. That match rocked too. Yeah. Did yeah, awesome. you watch that,
1: Devin? I did not. Oh.
0: I, I am I am I am glad he changed his
2: I'm glad they changed his name though to Gunther though. Because every time I heard Walter, um I don't know if you guys watched Breaking Bad. Walter. But so there's the meme <laughs> of Mike trout just going
0: Walter. Walter. <laughs> Walter. <laughs> I think of uh, Jeff Dunham, unfortunately.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. the, the pub. puppet. <laughs> yeah. I hate my wife. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, so, any any more thoughts on, the, on that?
1: No, I just big I big big headphones. meaty
0: men doing big meaty things. Love them. Oh yeah, number three. Yeah. All right. So this is where fucking
1: this is where biz- we get real she business.
0: My number three comes from November 11th, New Japan Pro Wrestling, the Power Struggle Show over there at the Edeon Arena, Osaka, old body maker gymnasium, as they called it, or was that the second one they would call the body maker?
1: Couldn't tell you if you had to go into my head.
0: I think Edeon number two was the body maker. Huh. Anyways, uh, this was the IWGP US, I think, slash UK heavyweight championship uh i haven't watched it since it happened but will osprey versus shota umino of course Will Will osprey we could i mean by the end of this it's gonna be obvious he's he's my contender for wrestler of the year and lutez rick flair uh award as well like dude, it's just uh, uh, everyone's got their opinions on him i understand but jesus fucking like <laughs> you got to look at it objectively at some points folks like this shit like this, this like this <laughs> fucking past since 2019 has just been in, insane and uh, i think this has been like probably the peak of that development of his but um sh- this match yeah. in particular with shota umino you guys might know shota umino as shooter maybe john moxley's little buddy yeah.
1: I think I've seen him in something,
0: yeah. Uh, it's That's, like, the one aspect of the whole thing that I, I'm i kind of, like, a little sick of, to be honest. But I kind of wish he would move past it. But at the same time, I don't really give a shit that much. But um, Shota Umino, he was on excursion over there in RevPro, and he re- re- kind of disappeared for a long while, especially during the pandemic. And then he came back, and he looked like fucking shit. He just was, like... Uh, he just did not look great. It's fucking, like heights were like just falling off you can see his ass and shit just he did not look like what was all the potential there he had when he was a young lion uh but there's been some like promising moments he said this is his fourth match against will osprey there was a couple that were not particularly great um in fact, uh, Umino was a guy that, like, I couldn't. He came back to New Japan, and I was just like, I don't know, man. I really don't know. Like, I, I got to see more from him. He main-invented a show in Sapporo back in February against Naito, and that was just dull as dirt, man. It was just nothing there, and I just couldn't sink my teeth into this guy. But I don't know. This, I feel like the G1 helped him a good bit. Uh, just working more consistently singles matches Uh, and he's really developed this year and I feel like this is like a huge step in this guy's development this match against Osprey Uh, it was a long they gave him a fucking lot of time it was 40 minutes Um, I mean you're in there with Osprey of course you got that cheat code working for you (laughs) I mean but to fill the time for 40 minutes uh, they kind of built off their previous matches as well um, they had the whole thing where Osprey was like, "Hey man, you need to beat me. I want you to beat me." And uh, you know, I was super fucking intense dude, really turned it on. I thought, fucking looked like he wanted to fucking kill the guy. Blood coming out of the mouth. Was, fucking shit was sick. So you know, that's uh, that's my number three.
1: Hell yeah. You know, I can I can, can talk
0: about wrestling
2: like all day. Do like, what? I, can, I can listen to you talk about
0: wrestling like all day. Oh, thank you. Because, like, I, I don't want to start a podcast. I thought about <laughs> it a couple times, but I can't do it. Like, you made
1: the Instagram page as far as it got. Um,
0: um <laughs> I recorded an like, episode, and I was like, "This is gonna piss off a lot of people." <laughs> 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 so, but uh, put anyway. it on the Winley yeah, Mania Patreon, it. It, yeah, right. maybe. Yeah, but uh, you guys have any thoughts
1: on that? I like Will Ospreay. Yeah. I uh, really like Will Ospreay. Sick. Uh, so much that uh, he's in my number two. Ah, uh, hell yeah, number <laughs> two. Moving <it laughs> along. This is the match that uh, you already brought up. <laughs> oh. Uh, Will Ospreay versus Kenny Omega at Forbidden Door. Hell yeah, dude. And, yeah, that match was fucking sick. Uh, there was the, what well, he, Osprey did, the one-winged angel on Omega, and he kicked out. He's like, fuck you. <laughs> that was fucking sick. And everyone in the theater loved that.
0: Oh, yeah. Everybody loved that. The fucking pacing. Yes. Oh, my God. But,
1: yes, that match ruled really hard. Yeah. I I agree. Yeah. I don't know. I can't really say more than what you've already said about it, so... I will.
0: I don't even remember what I said. I feel you like you said was...
1: you said quite a bit. Okay, um, uh, Anthony, you have any other thoughts yeah, on that? One? Yeah, more, more more thought, more Will Osprey worship on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, Ooh, this, this could just quickly, quickly me, turn me, into, you know, into, meow, meow,
0: the, meow. into the oh, <laughs> Will Osprey. Okay, I love. I cats, the, man. I've loved. I think, oh, my, God. Yeah, my
2: cat has infiltrated the podcast. Oh. Meow, meow. He is trying to get out, but I cannot let him out because I'm moving on to my number two. Uh, All right, number man. two, it's one. It's a one that uh, Devin said earlier. Uh, MJF versus Brian Danielson, the 60 minute Iron Man match. Uh, one of my favorite matches of the year. Um, obviously, it's my number two, but uh, like I said, I thought it was. I thought it was the arrival, uh, like fully rival for everybody of MJF, um, and then the tease of potentially having uh brian danson aw world championship run like for me personally uh that's something i really want to see um because brian danson is, is probably in, he's in my top three top five uh of all time like favorite performers uh ever uh i love that guy um yeah i'm very sad he's gonna retire uh soon so i'm not looking forward to that
0: I almost yeah. forget that he's gonna. That's happening. Yeah. Yeah.
1: He did confirm that, right? Yeah. I imagine it's gonna yeah. be one of those things where the dude never retires. Yeah. He got, got to see him a couple times. Yeah.
0: So, you know,
1: but I imagine he'll retire, quote unquote, and then he'll um, there he goes. Very man. soon, unretire. I, mean, I don't know. Maybe. Hey, see, mean maybe he'll maybe he'll give his body a rest. He he's definitely, you know, needs to. But, I don't.
0: I don't. I don't fucking tell anyone what to do with their body, bro.
1: I mean, actually, I feel, I feel like he should for his own. I, I, I don't but like. I, I'm no I, safety police. I'm not a safety police. Drop. Drop yourself like, on the
0: fucking neck. That's. I want to fucking see it.
1: You want to see that? Yeah. <laughs> right,
0: right. I don't want to see you die. I don't want to see anyone die. Of course, no. Stay safe out there. But also, fucking.
1: <laughs> I mean, do whatever you want. Dump some like, dude
0: on their fucking neck. Yeah. Here and then. I just. I don't healthy see, doses.
1: Yeah, healthy doses of. Uh, uh, Andy, big rich
0: holland fans <laughs> hey man i can't believe fuck, like people were, like i don't like nxt at all i think it's like <laughs> the fucking dregs of fucking horseshit. but uh yeah. yeah i can't believe people were upset it's a fucking work like oh my god like i don't know yeah who cares anyways uh my on my number two now
1: you're on your number two
0: uh, <coughs> let's see. Number two comes from uh, May Fourth. Big Japan Pro Wrestling, boys. Hell yeah! Did you know there's a Big Japan? I think I've, I meant some you mention mentioned of
1: Big Japan. I think it was a Big Japan match you mentioned earlier.
0: Yeah, I I, I don't imagine you guys subscribe to a BJW Core.
1: I know that you love <laughs> BJW Core <laughs> or
0: whatever the website. I don't subscribe to it either. I Hard pipe,
1: BJ. I'm Core. sorry,
0: Big Japan. I because <laughs> I don't watch the promotion that I don't watch the promotion that often, but. When I do, I love to sink my teeth into... BJ. Their their strong (laughs) division, which... Yeah, I do love BJs, which...
1: Their BJ strong division?
0: I'll get on some BJs in a minute with context of this match, my friend. Okay? But, uh, you know, if you're not familiar with Big Japan, you know, it's uh, famous for their death matches, I would say. Uh, But they do have their strong division, which is more traditional Mm -hmm. for wrestling. And I really... Like when uh, Shuji Ishikawa was over there... In that stuff. That was a few years ago. Uh, love that. Um, but anyways, uh, this match in particular was <clears throat> at their uh, May show. Uh, the Endless Survivor. This was the B-du- BJW World Strong Heavyweight Championship match. The defending champion Yuji Okabayashi loses it to the younger Yuya Aoki. Um you want to talk about hosses? We talked about the fucking Walter mm-hmm. Okabayashi is, a, he's like up there in the hosses of hosses. My friend, <laughs> he's a big motherfucker. And, uh, he's had a this rain. He's been on. It started new years, I think 2022. And, uh, it was a very satisfying rain. I thought, uh, some great matches here and there. Um, he also is part of the tag team with Daisuke Sakamoto. Get this. Great name. Strong BJ. Strong BJ. Yeah. I fucking <laughs> love some strong BJ. Um, Yuya Aoki, I think this is his second time challenging for the strong title. Uh, he came close into some tournaments, but he kind of like it uh, uh, fell through. I forgot how he got this title shot, but the way they built up to it was kind of interesting. Um, they had just strong BJ. A defeat Aoki with a string of different uh, partners, mm. and they were just kind of like decimating him. And this match was like, all right, Aoki is fucking tired of this fucking shit. And God, this was a fuck. This is a match. I got to fucking stand up, almost, dude. I don't know. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know. I could. If you want to watch this shit, and you haven't seen it. You, can, I'll hook you up, man. But uh, fucking. Again, the fiery fucking babyface shit. I eat that shit up. Aoki is fucking in there, throwing his fucking body around on this big motherfucker. This big motherfucker's gonna have to deal with his counters, his fucking cunning, and just him throwing his fucking body, bleeding out of the fucking mouth there, just slamming he god fucking big bombs at each other. Oh my! This is the fucking shit I want out of this fucking sport. Okay, so. This shit, I, I, I've been thinking about it since May, obviously, and it's just it was an incredible uh, uh, match. I mean, uh, uh, there's you get, you get, I know maybe Big Japan isn't like uh, a very prominent promotion with you guys, but I would highly recommend this match. Uh, so okay, it man, because me fucking worked up. Okay, man, it which it fucking rocked. Like <laughs> okay. I was just, and it was unexpected because Big Japan, I kind of pop in and out of, and then. I hear oh the strong title match was pretty good uh, this this uh, Yokohama show okay you put it on you're fucking pacing you're pacing in the fucking room I have seen you pace to it's, like, it's like oh you're fucking <laughs> jesus fucking christ slamming the fucking shit out of each other yeah dude i yeah i fucking love it
1: that should be like your version of a notebook, like your pacer test, <laughs> your pacer test journal yeah. of what you've paced to. All right. So we're moving else. on to the big one. we number one. Matt, uh,
0: <laughs> uh, by default would be, I guess your match of the year. I know my number one is my 2023 match of the year. So I imagine that's, uh, agreed upon with you guys that your number one
1: is also your match of the year. This would have to be my match of the year. All right, Devin. Uh, the first wrestling match I watched this year, I think, oh. Kenny Omega versus Will Ospreay at Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. That's my number 1 for the year. Yeah. Uh and there was a lot leading up to that, a lot of history between them with the with that title and it, you know, culminated at Wrestle Kingdom at the beginning of the year and it fucking kicked ass the whole time. Just like the other <laughs> Will Ospreay Kenny Omega match. Couldn't really decide which one had to rank at number 1, so I just put them both Right there, back to back at one and two, but yeah, that fucking match. Uh, even though it was the beginning of the year, it was my favorite match. I think I saw the whole year.
0: Yeah, Anthony, any uh, thoughts on that, <sighs> or your number one? Well, well,
2: so I kind of cheated. So I put <sighs> oh. both the Wrestle of Kingdom seventeen and the Forbidden Door, King Omega, real aspirate match at one um because uh, like like Devin, it's hard for me to pick which one i would put at one and two so i'm like f it i'll just put both of them at one and then i'll just come up with both nine other ones one. um so yeah like and andy honestly i think we said it uh when we recorded the last one that this match would probably be end up being number one and now it's here it's just, it's just one of those things where you see it on paper and you're like yep that's a fucking that's a banger like no matter what happens in that match, like it, 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 we're gonna love it. So, yeah, and obviously more Will Ospreay love talk here. This is—I uh, don't think this is a top ten match podcast. It's a Will Osprey podcast. It's Will now.
1: Ospreay mania. Will Some Ospreay
2: people mania. might not
1: like that. Let's Some get him, let's get him
2: on, here. on here. Let's get Will Osprey as a guest on here.
1: <laughs> yeah, bro.
2: We add hey, to, to Zoom.
1: I
0: talked to dude. I talked about some fucking Nandos with this dude. I love Nandos. I know he likes Nandos.
1: We got Nandos uh, sauce in the fridge. I got some too. Yeah, yeah. that Nando's sauce is awesome. Nando's rocks. It's awesome. I never went. I, we went. We I was in DC. We didn't go to Nandos though. Mm. That's where you said you went.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like the. I I, I didn't really know like, I, it wasn't on my mind to go there when I went. But when it, when we went, I, I saw Nandos on the map, and I was like, we gotta go to Nandos. I yeah. never had it. It fucking rocked. Yeah. So. Your number one is two matches so which one do you like better my number one is two matches
2: i if like if you had to if you had to like put a gun to me i'd have to do the forbidden door one because that's the one i watched live um and i feel mm-hmm. like it's cheap like mm-hmm. i always I always prefer the ones i watch when it happens like even even if like one like the 17 one was better um right oh, i'll have to defer to the one i watched live um okay. that's just that's just how i am i i i if i don't see it live i try not to like act like it's something i was like there to experience because like i know who won when i watched uh, the rest of kingdom 17 going into it so that's always kind of like in the back of your mind like at least for me it's kind of like watching a movie with spoilers like you know how it's gonna end and you're just trying to still go along for the journey but you still like oh so that's why that happened and you're, but
0: uh, yeah, Still, understandable.
2: Amazing fucking matches.
0: So my number one, my uh, my 2023 match of the year. Um, I mean, let's go back to uh, 2020, where you know this person came into this promotion, uh, and. Kind of was a a different shift in the promotion, obviously with the the pandemic going on, mm-hmm. um, you know, and they uh, they proved themselves in a, in a certain light, and they've kind of left a taste at people's mouths, and now the taste is still there. Um, people still talk about this person constantly, although they're not really doing much right now, due to something unfortunate. Um, the uh, The other person in this match is someone who's been around the world, um, has won titles in a lot of places, and you know, this was a rematch of sorts. You know, the match happened before, but it didn't truly happen until it happened. Um, and so my match of the year is Taya Valkyrie versus Jade (laughs) Cargill. Are you fucking kidding me? No. January 4th, Wrestle Kingdom 17, Tokyo Dome baby, Will Ospreay versus Kenny Omega for the IWGP. I love this it. fucking match, dude. Like, all right, so yeah, we talked about it last year the fucking preview going into the fucking dome. And I think the expectations were there. I mean, what the fucking floor was like all-time great match. I mean, mm. but I feel like this match kind of flipped everything because we didn't just see two guys just go in in there and do shit. I mean, obviously they went in there and did some fucking shit, yeah. but there was this fucking hatred amongst yeah. themselves with it. They wanted to fucking tear each other the fuck apart, and that's and exactly what it we want
1: out of wrestling. Completely,
0: my expectation, like it, it, it just—I don't know. It, it, it was just one of those things where it's like I really—it's hard to understand, grasp what I'm watching right now, and you know, it's fucking. 6 30 in the goddamn morning the fucking cats are wondering what the <laughs> fuck is going on and you're just like this is an all this is i'm watching something that's you know it doesn't happen often like you watch something that's like all time spe- and it feels fucking special and important and uh yeah i I've- i don't know man these two fucking guys i mean yeah and just the added layer of the the fucking hatred and you know uh, the follow up I felt leading into Forbidden Door was a little disappointing because Kenny did have a hold of the title Uh, next night at New Year's Dash he did come out and you thought maybe there's going to be some programs built around this title with Kenny not necessarily in New Japan I completely understand that Um, but you know it didn't really follow through and then finally it gets built back up to this they could have really booked a Bigger building for this shit, I think. Um, yeah. But, you know, it is what it is. uh Yeah. Uh, fucking, yeah, match of the year. And it, it's like, I'm trying to like think comparatively for my matches of the year. And I don't know. Like the past few years with the pandemic, it's been a little like just keep, keeping those years like so far in the decade in the conversation comparing these matches that I had of the year. uh, This one is just like so far is like, all right. (laughs) This is some fucking real deal shit. Yeah. I don't know. I I could gush about it. We all see. I feel like every fan's seen the fucking match. There's nothing much else to really gush about, but yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. That match. Fuck yeah.
1: So yeah, look look at us. (laughs) There it is. The official match of the year apparently is Oh
0: yeah, well, yeah. Since since
1: all three of us had the same match, yeah. it's the official yeah. one. Yeah,
0: I think it's kind of hard to. Uh, I mean, you know, if your taste varies and that's not your match of the year, I mean, that's fine, I guess. But uh, it's it's all
2: subjective. Yeah. Wrestling subjective. I always try to remember yeah. that.
0: Subjective, especially this point. I feel like because there's some shit out there that I don't. I can't believe people are like, yeah, this rocks, but <laughs> that's just me. <laughs> i'm fucking mean all right you i got mean. a fucking attitude yeah so all right boys um was uh, i mean we've wrapped this up but i mean i don't know what else to talk about i, don't have I do ahead. have one thing i'd like to talk about but i'll yeah. we'll save that for later but anthony uh thanks for hanging out with the uh the winley boys
2: oh thank you uh again thank you for having me on um like I said, I've always loved being on, coming on here, talking wrestling with you, uh, even if it's shitty Hulk Hogan movies or match of the year. <laughs> uh, so let's I I try not to go a whole year without doing it again. Um, and then Andy specifically, I just want to tell you, like while we're on air and on podcasts, um, just uh, just a thank you for all your support uh, over the past like year or two, uh, supporting our show. Um, and when we launched the tattoo store, you were literally like I think the first person uh to purchase something from the store so like something like that that will always be uh that always be special for me man so just a big thank you to you for your support of us for me and logan uh it means a lot to us so just a big thank you to you and uh any winley mania fans out there uh that do like wrestling come over and check us out as well um like i like i said the last time i said this last time i was on here and it hasn't changed we try not to do like weekly wrestling breakdowns because that's just just boring like nobody there's a million other shows that do it better so we try to we try to come up with fun interesting things to do on the show each week revolving over the wrestling and the same thing happen in 2024 we're gonna try a bunch of new stuff see what sticks so come on over uh pro wrestling proverbs on uh, all your social medias and podcasts what's, the, what's the handle what's the at
0: pw proverbs at PW Proverbs on x and then pro wrestling proverbs everywhere else all right and then uh where where could people buy your shit like so then get a nice little notebook like i have
2: <laughs> nice little uh it's on etsy it's the uh, it's etsy.com slash shop slash pwp products etsy.com slash shop slash pwp products yeah we have logan scripture notebook we have koozies a shot glass uh hats and then uh some other stuff that needs to be relisted. Uh but we're gonna we're gonna start adding some more stuff in the new year. Um we're gonna do a uh like a shirt of the month that's kinda like unrelated to like PwP but more like wrestling related. And I think our first one's gonna be um like the Mandy Rose mugshot. Or not Mandy Rose, uh Liv Morgan. So we're
0: gonna
2: work uh, on some merchandise.
0: Uh, would you say <laughs> yeah. Randy Orton's weed pen? Yeah. The fucking yeah, I, what, I, I, think I texted said. you this, but the the fucking sassafras Jimmy that that line got me. Wrong. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, uh, but he just he just yeah, drops that get,
2: like sassafras thing like way too much. So like I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's ridiculous, but uh, yeah, awesome.
0: But uh, good job out of you. Hope for another successful year for the the proverb boys. Oh you too, guys. Uh, congratulations on your new music by the way oh yeah thank, thank you. you yeah but yeah uh good job out of you guys go uh everyone listening gotta go listen to them or else i'll find you yeah you um, find real you. quick and yeah thanks again anthony and logan shout out to logan uh the the sweet boy <laughs> um so uh you guys have a happy new year and thank you and i'm going to do some talking real quick. Uh, I just wanted to make one. I wanted to start off the show with this, but I feel like it's a little too depressing, but also it's, I just wanted to make a shout out of a sorts. Um, how do I do this? So earlier in November, it was announced that, uh, I, I don't know if you guys know him, but I don't know if anyone listening might know this guy, but uh, Tim finger, he passed away. Uh, he had colon cancer and uh, he was a guy down there in Florida, and he um, was active in the scene in some sorts, um, but he also ran a little archive page called 106 North Albany, which was an archive for championship wrestling down in Florida, uh, championship wrestling from Florida, that that territory there, and it's a, it's a great YouTube page, but he passed away, and um, I just wanted to shout him out, and I just want to shout out, like, the... All the archivists that I've interacted with, including Tim. And uh, a few years ago, we lost uh, Jamal Hepburn from the uh, Real Hero Archive. And he was a guy that me and countless other fucking people, I mean, that's like, that was our go to guy for a lot of Japanese wrestling when a lot of that stuff wasn't as accessible as it is now. Um, but Roy Lucier, he has like this giant lucha collection some all japan like he has so much shit uh chris from ivp uh monsoon classic all these guys i really appreciate them um because uh there's a lot of stuff out there and someone's got to keep track of it and let it be available to all the people to be able to enjoy a lot of history so that's all i wanted to say just to all those guys so uh thank you again anthony and uh devon Andrew January 19th Yes Scenes from a Hack comes out Yes Next week at Fresh Brewed Not next week but January 26th The You're EP release show with Quintley. Quintly Yeah and With Lunchbox Hero uh, Lunchbox Hero from Raleigh And Newgrounds
1: Newgrounds Death
0: Grounds, Newgrounds Death Rugby from Charleston It's going to be January 26th That's a Friday. Yes. It's going to be $10 at the door. Ten's the new five, baby. So you got to be there because it's going to be a fun fucking show. It's going to be awesome. And uh, it's going to rock your sock. Just one. Not both of them. Sorry.
1: Yeah, just one. Just prepare to lose at least one sock. Yeah. If you lose the other one, you're welcome. Yeah.
0: So. And that's all. You got to follow at Windley underscore band. You have to follow at Myrtle Beach shows. You got to do all this stuff for us. We're going to have a fucking new year
1: it's gonna be the newest year that it's we've g- ever had yeah it's gonna be the best 2024 so do you have anything had. else
0: intelligent to say to him i never do all right let's go watch some wrestling in 10 minutes all right <laughs> <laughs> hey fucking <laughs> i'll see you people at the fucking dome next week <laughs> at the dome let's go let's go all right goodbye gonna, you gonna polish my dome Yeah.